Welcome another Minnesota of Halloween is forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's where you insert the sound uh, of one Mr. David Caruso taking off his sunglasses. Welcome, boys and ghouls, to another fucking Minnesota of Halloween is forever. I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I feel like you should have had a pun ready, sir. <laughs> well, I had a plan ready, and then you said no. Put it down. I'll put it in post. Yeah, I'll put the sound effect in post, but that doesn't mean you can't do a pun leading up to me doing the sound effect. Is this effect. Steve suggesting that he misses my puns? Because normally... Is, this is a producer me, producing. He talks There's, about how fucking terrible they are. That's Steve the host. <laughs> oh. Steve the producer Yeah, I see. I says, see. give the audience what they want, he put, which is bad puns. <laughs> oh, see? And he admitted that they are lovely. Um, is this Brian blaming Steve for being inadequate today? I am... Mm. Holy inadequate today. I literally got back from vacation late last night. I can't stop yawning. I feel I have didn't drink anything yesterday. I somehow still feel hungover. Um, <laughs> so that's where I'm at in my life right now. But, but you got slip back hair right now. So yeah, I just got know? out of the shower. I'm sweating real fucking bad. I got sweet slick back hair. Um, but you guys can't see on account of how this is just audio. We got a fourth human sitting at the table right now. Do you want to introduce yourself? Hello, world. My name is Brian as well. Brian, too. We have another Brian, you Is he guys. your junior? Is that what we're calling it? I uh, could be a junior for tonight. I might be older than you. It doesn't matter. Who knows? Junior, that is an album name or a porn title. A junior for the night. Oh, Just for uh, one night. Uh, ooh. Just for one night. Just for one night. Guys, you know what uh, kids Brian, love on Pornhub right nowadays? Junior, were you ready for You know this? what I heard the kids love on Pornhub? Stepsister stuff? Incest. It's crazy. Kids love incest. Guys, I'm just saying it. Like, I always see those articles that are like, and this is a hell of a tangent early in the episode, but I, you know, you see those articles like the the most searched, you know, phrases on Pornhub. Yeah. Nine out of the top ten are always incest related. Yeah. It's Buzzfeed? real weird. Um, I don't know. Whatever like the the like pervert version of BuzzFeed is, I think, <laughs> is what I read that on. Vulture. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but it's always all straight up incest. Yeah. That's what the kids love nowadays. That's what they're into. They love their designer drugs. I'm just taking a step back from this conversation. Yeah. So proceed. Drop some just stop. <laughs> Drop yep. some Molly. Snort some Zanny. <laughs> Find your stepsister stuck in a washing machine. Yeah. I love how it's always like in the videos too. Cause you know, I'm I'm gonna watch them. They're they're like they're like they always say stepsister in the title, mm-hmm. but it's they never mention stepsister in the in the right. actual video. They're really heavily trying to suggest that it's Blood relative. I'm just saying. I usually fast forward through that plot point. I'm not looking. Like, I fast forward as soon as the sex starts. I, I feel- just want to hear. About, I just want to hear how she got stuck under that table. Brian just likes family drama. He doesn't. Yeah. He I canceled my cable. I can't watch you know different strokes reruns anymore. I so just now watch- you're into different different strokes. Uh, <laughs> Explain to I <laughs> saw before we get too far in incest. Well, I have something to contribute to oh, yeah, this okay, productive yeah. conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I had recently saw somebody post something online about 
uh, should be time to bring back kink shaming because all they see on Pornhub is clown stuff and pee stuff. <laughs> so I think we're letting it go too far. I, you know what? Of those top ten, it's like number one through six were all, you know, incest. Then like number eight, nine, and ten were incest. But you know what number seven was? Clussy. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Clown pussy. <laughs> I was just gonna say, I was gonna say, people pissing on clowns, <laughs> just clown pissing. Yeah, piss clowns. Piss clowns. Piss clowns. Dot org. Um, piss clowns from outer space. <laughs> oh man! It's like those circus games where you have to do the water race. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> but it's real clowns now. But it's real clowns yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, one time I, I was playing that game, you know, the uh, the like uh, 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 you know, two truths and a lie thing. I bet you were, yeah. but. <laughs> Right, the correct answer should have been sounds about right. (laughs) But anyway, I was I was playing the two truths and a lie thing, and um, one of the things that I like to say is that I have a fleshlight that's shaped like a clown's mouth. (laughs) And And then what's the lie? Well, yeah, that's just one of the facts about me that I like to throw out there. Um, Is it just like a fleshlight with clown paint on it? It looks like a vagina. Yeah. No, for me, it, it's actually a clown's lips and nose. But it's just, yeah. Can that. you squeeze it? It's a, it's some honk. <laughs> Every time you thrust, honk, honk. <laughs> Instead of look, look, it's honk, honk. Oh, guys, we should cancel ourselves and never do this podcast again. All right, introduce yourself, Brian. Who, who are you? Hello, my name is Brian Sykes Howe. I'm a podcaster and musician and artsy-fartsy ding-dong from Pittsburgh, PA. Yeah, and and horror movie aficionado. I like horror movies. Yeah. I don't know if I would say aficionado. It's too many syllables. Yeah, that's a lot But of I just say it. I don't want to say it again. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> would, you, would you go as far as to say it's your favorite genre of film? I would say it's up there. Yeah. Next to clown piss. Right. Clown piss. Incest. Then horror. Not incest. No. 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 Well, what if the clowns relate to you? Like, uh, your I mean, you know, things get tricky. It's yeah. fine. I'm not going to turn it off. <laughs> no, I do enjoy horror movies quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What, if, if we had to pick, like, what area of the cosmos do you like to live in horror-wise? Do you like slasher movies? Do you like... Sci-fi horror is probably my yeah. top top. Yeah. But I also like... The funny stuff. I like all of it. The yeah. psychological stuff. Oh, speaking psychological. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be a good segue into yeah. You. Yeah. the we, thing. We are going to talk about a goddamn. I mean, this movie's psychological or no motherfucker. Um, <laughs> I would say this movie we're about to talk about tonight, which is 2001. 2001? Yep. Session nine, which was a listener request, I believe. Is that correct? It was. Who, who, who requested it? It was uh, from our listener, Adrian. Adrian. And she used to work at uh, Burgers Brewing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, she came up to she came up to me at the live show mm-hmm. and said, you guys should do session nine. I was like, I vaguely remember that movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll put it on the list. <laughs> yes. So here we are uh, at Adrian's request. We are doing session nine from 2001. It is very much a psychological horror slash um, vaguely like faux supernatural, mm-hmm. kind of, and also, uh, what was the other kind of it, like it's a, a mystery, mystery. Yeah, yeah. I mystery. was gonna say, like, not a who, who done it necessarily, it's but close a mystery. to a who done it, yeah. Um, so it is, it's a genre bender, if you will. Um, 
directed by one Mr. Brad Anderson. Um, yeah, I was looking through uh, one Mr. Brad Anderson's um, uh, uh, filmography, mm-hmm. and boy, I don't know anything this guy did. Do you know any other any of these movies? Not necessarily his movies. Fractured, but I, Beirut, Vanishing on Seventh Street. I don't, I don't know any of these damn movies. Yeah, I don't know his movies, but like I know his TV, obviously, like mm-hmm. Fringe. Yes. Yeah, big mm-hmm. big Fringe fan. Yeah, yeah and great. he he did he directed a couple episodes of The Wire, mm-hmm. um, an episode of The Shields. Of he was in Masters of Horror, um, which I remember seeing him in Masters of, Masters of Horror, and it just said like session nine director. I remember. You know, so it's like I think that's his horror claim to fame. Um, a few episodes of Boardwalk Empire, The Killing, tons of um, uh, not necessarily genre TV, but some of them are. Yeah, but he's definitely known much more for his uh, for his TV. Yeah, like he, yeah, he's definitely much more of a genre director. Like he never broke out and started doing like big blockbusters or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's it, it like you said, The Wire and Fringe and. Uh, I think he started with Homicide, Life on the Street is oh, one okay. of his really early ones. Yeah, yeah. So like he does a lot of those detective shows, but sure. then like I think his films are much more skewed horror and you know psychological and shit like that. Yeah. Yep. 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 So we gonna talk about that goddamn movie here today, but we got a couple other things that we got to talk about first. Let's talk about um, let's talk about some beers that we might be drinking now. Uh-huh. Um, what do you got? We got Steve. I know what you got, and I'm mad about it. But you just, uh, yeah, you just got <laughs> absolute horseshit. I have uh, from the Left Hand Brewing Company. They stopped doing. Well, uh, they didn't stop doing their nitro stouts, but they expanded out from their nitro stouts, and they have a whole bunch of other goof ass stuff. <laughs> and now this I've- isn't your first goof ass left hand nitro beer. It isn't that you've brought here. Yeah, no, it isn't. <laughs> but this is the key lime pie. There's a section it's- at the Giant Eagle by your house. It's just goof ass shit. Yeah, and it's just you standing in front of it. Yeah, all day every day. Yeah, it's just like yeah. I've I've cultivated a nice relationship with the person who runs that department. Yeah, he stalks it. He it, it's almost like GameStop. <laughs> where they had like the recommendations of the employees. Yeah, goof yeah. stop. Yeah. <laughs> goof yeah. Stop. Well they have they have, you know, goof stop for me yeah. at the get go and it's a, it says Steve's goof ass yeah. you know. Power selections. to the goofer. Goof yeah. goof ass bullshit for Steve. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, goof ass bullshit recommended by Steve. But <laughs> this is their key lime pie nitro. And it's a sour ale with lactose, lime, vanilla, and cinnamon. Mm-hmm. It's actually way more tame than like the, because it's on nitro and everything. Yeah, nitro just kind of mellows everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so it's not it's not overly sour. It's not <clears> not overly the color anything. I expected for it to come out as. Mm-mm. Do you expect it to be green? I expect it to just be like pale. Mud. I guess it's a little <laughs> bit more um, uh, 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 ambery color than I expected, maybe. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Otherwise, it's fine. Like you, any glip glop in it? No, no glip glop. It seems, looks pretty clear. Yeah. That's the good thing about left hand. They're gonna do dumbass shit, um, but they don't gloop glop it. Right. Which yeah. is good. Yeah, it's not glue glop in there, and it's like <laughs> these are technical terms. Yeah, yeah. everybody yeah, knows what a glue glop is. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows what goddamn glue glop beers. Does it have the key lime flavor? Or is it more just leaning lime? It's it's more leaning lime with a little bit of sweetness. Okay, like I'm not mm, getting yeah. a lot of the graham cracker that you'd expect. Yeah, and, you know it says there's cinnamon in there, but I doubt that. Because yeah. if it's like <laughs> leaning lime, that color doesn't surprise me. If they just kind of took a mm-hmm. like yeah, a generic but, recipe and just 
zhuzhed it. Right. Well, I feel like bit. at that point, they're probably also using flavorings. Yeah. Like natural oh, yeah. flavorings, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Really? Mm-hmm. Especially to make it... Uh, no way. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, it's funny because once upon a time, you're like, well, how are we going to get this? Like when like pumpkin was huge or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, how are we going to get this? this flavor into this beer you know we got to work around it with the grain bill we're going to add some some essences some like extract flavorings and stuff like that now brewers just like fart a whole pie into the fucking <laughs> and they're like oh, it's a pie beer and it literally is a pie beer yeah um so like once upon a time i remember when people like the first time i heard of somebody making a bacon beer i was like oh god you f- how did you clean that? You know what I mean? Like that's a fucking disaster. Yeah. And now that's like tame compared to I think what a lot of people do. But um, speaking of pumpkin, I still get like triggered mildly by like just the smell of like mm-hmm. filtering that beer and adding uh, that flavoring. Like, oh my god! Fast forward it's two so... weeks from now, we'd probably drink the fuck out. Of it. Uh, we did bring. I did bring that shot that Steve oh, should do. You did. I'm not gonna do it now i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it i didn't plan on that i haven't eaten today meg and i can't i gotta drive home <laughs> doing shots of pumpkin Coward. <laughs> Coward. it's july meg i'm not doing shots of pumpkin <laughs> if you don't drink and drive you're a coward oh um <laughs> that's what i always say as a beer professional it's on a t-shirt <laughs> it's like fucking weird it's in, yeah. it's in rule book <laughs> yeah if you don't drink and drive you're a coward um Meg, what do you got? <laughs> so I brought, I'm trying to clean out my closet here a little bit and brought over Anchorage Brewing Incantation. It's a sour ale with passion fruit, guava, and apricots. It's actually really nice. I like when um, these breweries are doing like more balanced stuff. And it's like very, the passion fruit is super prominent. I really like it. Well, it's no it. different than what I bought. It's just mine's on nitro. <laughs> um I mean, that's like a spontaneously fermented beer. If, if no, no, it's if, the same. <laughs> same quality and everything. I like yours was a sixteen ounce can for two ninety nine at yeah. Giant Eagle. Um, but I probably would. Well, I, I do. I do like if I'm gonna go gloop glop, which very rarely is the case. It's got to be like a Brett beer. It's got to be mm-hmm. something funky and sour. Like that's more my was my that aged in a photer? You know, like oh, that's, that's maybe. my question. <laughs> It's 22 months in French oak Chardonnay barrels with Brett. It's pronounced like, fooder, Meg. <laughs> no, it was aged in that can for two years at Giant Eagle. Vintage Estates, Brian. Oh, okay, so three years. Um, <laughs> that place, I, I love that place. It's a great spot. I fucking grew up drinking at fucking Vintage Estates, but boy, they got a lot of old beer over there. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah, like it's a graveyard for for old beer. Well, oh, yes, yes. I was going to say you're drinking a Pilsner. Oh, yeah, no, but we got a sidecar beer here, too. Here. Yeah, 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 I stole one of your Von Trapps that I'm still just so enamored by the fact that they are very much so leaning into the sound of music thing because it mm-hmm. says by the family that inspired the sound of music. Like, so, like, yeah, w- yeah. I want to meet that family. Yeah, weren't they like Nazis? <laughs> or like sympathizers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They escaped by like not being Jewish or something. I don't know. <laughs> they escaped by like telling them where all the Jews were. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. Like, it's something problematic that we obviously don't know very I was well. Say, yeah, I, I listen. I love Von Trapp. You're starting rumors right now. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. just these beers old. Von Trapp's Nazis are just. This is a shit talk episode. We're just throwing people under the bus. No, I, I love that beer, uh, or I love Von Trapp in general. I actually have one of the Dunkles in there too. I'll probably get after mm. uh, after this. Uh, Brian, what do you got? What are you drinking? I'm just drinking a new Glarus Spotted Cow. Just a good old spotty cow. Yeah, yeah. It's a good old normal beer for normal people. Just a regular a ass good old. Beer. Midwest staple. Good, a beer flavored beer. I too am going beer flavored beer. Leave it to the children to drink their 
goddamn sloppy gloop glop. Um, can I make a comment about yeah. the uh, left hand thing? Mm-hmm. I know this isn't a visual podcast, but I think really what makes that beer seem so annoying to me is the can design. <laughs> it is like awful. Yeah. It just looks terrible. Ryan's yeah. are really it looks like by a everything sign. you're drinking. It looks like a like a no. like a like a sign that your aunt would put up at like her her beach condo. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Go, that come. says like. That's like an Ocean City timeshare advertisement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Around here, we eat pie. <laughs> well, it's so funny because like the uh, the color of the beer looks great, and I guarantee you, if that beer was in something that looked like that Anchorage bottle, I'd probably be more willing to try it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny. Oh just, yeah, I'm but I mean, that's just Anchorage. Like again, the beers are the same, but Anchorage just spent the money to hire an artist. Yeah, that's all it is. There's this, no difference between. Like, I like. I really do a, not want to be like categorized sure. here with you, Steve. Like we yeah. are, we are different people. If, if that different font, if that font said "Bless this mess," yeah. I, would, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be surprising at all. That'd be a better name for that beer. Yeah. Than oh. just key lime pie. Live, laugh, love, and yeah. parentheses the beach. Anybody have like an extra million and a half dollars so I can start a brewery and then make that beer with that can? Well, yeah. That's the only one you make. Live, laugh, yeah, love. that's the only one I make yeah. is bless this mess, and it's just yeah. it's just whatever I have on hand from Amoretti. <laughs> yeah. It'll be real popular. I'm sure. Oh yeah, there'll be people yeah. lining up for it. Yeah, garbage people. <laughs> um, I am also drinking a good old fashioned beer flavored beer, um, not from the Midwest though, but from uh, Germany. Uh, this is Hofferhaus, but not Hofferhaus, the one from Munich. This is Hofferhaus Freezing. Uh, this is their uh, their uh, Jager beer, which is their uh, uh, not uh, Jammer Jagger themed. I wish it was um, export lager. This is their Dortmunder. So this is like their export strength Hellas. Lager beer from uh, from the other Hofbrauhaus, House, which is in uh, up in up in uh, Freezing, which is um, not nearly as famous. Uh, but uh, one of my distributors down in Maryland distribute this beer, and it's fucking great. But you, I don't even know if they distribute in Pennsylvania. But I grabbed it when I was down in the um, Greater Baltimore area. And it's just a good old fashioned damn German lager beer. And you guys should feel ashamed of yourself. <laughs> I don't. No, I hate it. House Pittsburgh is racist, so I don't. Well, it's not that. That's, that's why I was very clear to say it's not that Hoffer right. House. It's a completely different company, completely different family. Um, I feel like this beer but should this is be definitely like some European old here. money, fuck you, pajama money type of people, I'm sure. What's that? I feel like this beer should be distributed in Pennsylvania. Yeah. With I know. it being like Yager beer. Well, yeah, it's spelled uh, literally like, like, Jammer Jagger himself. Yeah. <laughs> Jammer Jagger and his Jammer Slammer. Um, <laughs> Speaking right. of mullets. Speaking of sick-ass mullets. Um, all right. So we've got through the beers, but we have another um, order of business to take care of here, which is we got to announce what our showdown topic is for August. Um, and for those of you who are new to the show, if you want to help us pick our showdown topics. What the fuck is a showdown, you say? Here, here's what it is. Listen up. Get your fucking thumb out of your mouth, babies. Listen, I'm going to explain to you what it is. Here's what it does. Every Once a month, we do an episode every single week, but once a month we do a showdown topic where you, our lovely listeners and social media friends, suggest topics to them. Steve puts them on a big old spinny-ass wheel. We spin them, we pick three of them, we put it on the social medias, and then you vote to decide which one we're going to pick, which topic we're going to pick. Then um, we each pick a movie that's associated with that topic. We argue about it, we fight, 
We powerbomb each other. We replace the table almost every week. Somebody gets jackknife <laughs> powerbombed right through it. Um, and then we decide who uh, uh, movie, whose movie reigns supreme and who is the champ. I regret to inform you that Steve is the current champ. Champ, champ, champ. <laughs> Wait, is that like your Friday the 13th? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's you know I'm coming by. <laughs> I'm just sliding on by. Yeah, just sliding on by. Um, so uh, he won. What was the topic last month that you won with? Uh, oh, Remakes Crime. and reimagination. Yeah, with Crimes of the Future, which mm-hmm. was a fucking blast. I love mm-hmm. that movie. Did you see Crimes of the Future? I have not. Oh, good God. Check it I out. literally yeah, just rewatched re- it last night. Really too, so, fucking yeah. cool. Really yeah. cool. If you, I mean, you already said you love sci-fi, so. I do. Yeah, Cronenberg. Yeah. And, yeah, oh, I mean, nice. this is the most Cronenberg-y Cronenberg movie I've yeah. ever fucking seen. Yeah. Um, but it was sick. Um, so uh, the three, I'll remind you. And again, if you want to help us, follow us on the social medias. Uh, we usually put um, these up on uh, Instagram, which is at Halloween is forever. And on Twitter, uh, which is at Hallow forever. Um, but we also link them to the Facebook, which is Halloween is forever podcast. Um, TikTok still about around there. We still got a TikTok, right, Meg? Yep. All right. It's- <laughs> <laughs> we um. <laughs> <laughs> so you maybe knew the show. I run the Instagram. Steve runs the Twitter. Meg uh, started a TikTok. Um, it's it's c- still it's still super active. We got probably over eighty followers. Now. Yeah, you know, it's at we're getting there. Ha- what is it again? It's at Halloween's Forever Pod, right? Yeah, on the Tiki Talkies. Or you can also just send us one of them old fashioned emails. Uh, Halloween is Forever Pod at Gmail dot com. If that's something that you're more inclined to do. Anyway. It was uh, on Instagram a runaway victory for one of the topics. I don't know if that was the case on Twitter as well. Um, So to remind you, here were the topics that came up. Sports horror, in parentheses, is that a thing? Question mark, in parentheses. (laughs) That was one of them. Um, Non-traditional vampire flicks or future directors slash writers. So that would be like a very... uh, uh, Big time director or writer that got their start in genre films. Yeah, um, I can tell you on Instagram, the one that absolutely ran away with it was not surprising. Non traditional vampires. Yeah, same absolutely on smoked on Twitter. Yeah, yeah same, nice. same. Although I'll tell you, pretty excited. Sports horror, which I thought was going to be a distant third, actually was second place. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, close second to to the future directors, writers, but non-traditional vampires ran away with it. So we were talking about some potential, to give you an idea of what we're talking about, non-traditional vampires, you know, it could be your, your, anything that is away from the kind of classic gothic style Dracula, you know, vampires uh, flick. So obviously your, your John Carpenter's vampires or your, uh, your near darks Mm -hmm. of the world or uh, what were we talking about last time? Oh, um, uh, I can't, my heart can't beat unless you tell mm-hmm. it to, right. that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, non-traditional vampires, uh, which there's a lot to choose from, and I have not selected mine yet for that. Girl walks home alone at night. Yes, mm-hmm. great example yeah. of that. Shut that up, Brian, too. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah, that movie's fucking great. Um, I already know Steve's back, apparently. <laughs> it was one of them. Shut <laughs> up, Brian, too. <laughs> Um, but yes, it's gonna. There's a lot, a lot of cool ones that we're gonna talk about. I'm excited for that episode. That's what's gonna be our showdown episode for the month of August. And oh, by the way, guys, um, the month of August is officially pre-Halloween season. And come at me, um, I'll fight you because it's it is starts August one. August one is pre-pre-Halloween. Then September's pre-Halloween. Then of course October. 
is Halloween. Right. So um, we're getting hardcore into it. We're going to be doing a little bit more Halloween-centric content in the coming months as well. Um, Look, if, if it wasn't pre-pre-Halloween, yeah. then why are there Halloween decorations at the big lots and Halloween beers coming out now? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's You're full right. on I'm pre-Halloween. Yeah. Like, yeah. People who are like, I don't start celebrating Halloween till October 20th or whatever. I'm like, fuck you. Ew. Why do you I'm hate already, fun? I'm already <laughs> relishing in all the memes that I'm seeing. It's like where pumpkins are at the beach. I'm like, mm. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fast forward Get it. 20 minutes from now and I'm going to be fucking smoking candy corn like crap. <laughs> like I'm 100%. As soon as I see it in the store, I'm, I'm fucking there. Um... And and the goddamn. I just want to mallow. see some clear like blunt wraps with just candy corn in it. Like, yeah, yeah. Just, like no, literally, I just melt, literally melt it in the spoon. Just fucking mainline it. Can you do candy corn dabs? Yeah. <laughs> is that bad? Is that bad for you? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna do them. The the other uh, the 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 thing about the candy corn too is when it hits the shelves, that's the freshest it's gonna be. So fucking enjoy it. Same thing with the Oktoberfest. Same thing with the pumpkin beers. Speaking of that, like, there should be just a whole line of, like, weed products that are all named for Halloween. Oh, I bet there is. Just imagine that. You'd probably... You'd you'd smoke all of it. I like weed, yeah. <laughs> I like weed. I like spooky shit. You like sell weed. me weed well, and spooky shit together. I'm gonna hundred percent use okay. it. Well here's your here's kind of your mission, Brian. Yeah. Is you have to go down to the dispensary that was Mullins mm-hmm. on the north side. Yeah. yeah and like yeah. see what you can get. And see if they don't have anything weed. spooky, yeah. then you have to start pushing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, suggesting. Like, hey, where's your spooky weed? Yeah. Like, where's your Reese's pumpkins with weed? Yeah. Or is <laughs> was any of this weed, like, fertilized with human remains? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, do something spooky with this shit. How many bones are in these? <laughs> like, get them to sell a, a pack of bones, and it's yeah. just joints, but it's got a skeleton on the You cover. put a skeleton on literally anything, I'll pay twice as much. Yeah. I'm fucking... The <laughs> edibles are in shapes of little skeletons and pumpkins. Oh, like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, there, there's there's a line here for this. I'll eat 40 of them. And die. <laughs> I don't even care. If, there's, if they're shaped like pumpkins, why not? Listen, let's just cut out the middleman here. Let's just make fucking weed candy corn. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. Weed infused candy corn. Yeah. Get on it, internet, you bitches. <laughs> why I, doesn't that exist? Ryan, you get on it. I'm sure it exists. It. I don't know how. <laughs> Well, you get a candy corn recipe, and then you buy one of those. I think it's called. What do you a mean leak? a candy corn recipe? It's like a <laughs> giant. It's probably a machine the size of this room that makes candy corn. I doubt. I mean, you think, I, so? you think they're hand making that shit? I bet you can like make it in a vat at home. Have you <laughs> ever some seen grandma now, like, a make it vat? Little who, first of all, who has a vat? Any like, home brewer has a vat. <laughs> oh, that's a kettle. Come on, <laughs> I consider that, that a vat. Anything five gallons is up is a vat to me. <laughs> Has anybody done a candy corn beer? Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very many candy corn beers. We actually... Um, I haven't seen it, surprisingly. There was a candy... Actually, Bud Light Seltzer had a candy corn one last oh, year. Oh, that remember? Yeah. Oh, that auto well, I remember this now. It I take like a, a fucking candle. It was so bad. Yeah. Did you try it? No, I didn't. I remember Ugh. seeing it, though. There was, like, um, candy corn, but there was also, like... The only one that was tolerable was, like, the apple spice one. It was all right. The pumpkin spice one was disgusting. They ate a pear spice one. Remember, we tried it on the show. Yeah, yeah. Holy shit, was that bad? Yeah, it, and I love pears. They and sold it in like a pack, didn't yeah, they? It was right, like yeah. a variety, yeah, you seasonal had to variety to a pack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a twelve pack. It was a whole thing because, um, yeah, Kate bought one, and we tried. I think all of them on the show, didn't we? We, tr- uh, we tried at least three of them. I think because we tried the pear one. one. There was a s'more one in there too. Yeah, there was a s'more one. That one that was, was okay. Poop. 
I well, thought, you guys thought it was all right. I was not. I, I, was I don't think I was like here it. for this episode. Was this one of the ones I was off? I think it was mm, one of the No, you were here, I thought. Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember trying to it's, yeah. it's natural it to suppress good. traumatic <laughs> memories. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure I brought this. Thank you for the validation. Yeah, That's exactly have. what yeah, happened. Because I, I also took them to I also took them to a fantasy draft party for football. <laughs> and Sounds I offloaded off the garbage ones to them. <laughs> oh I gave God. them all the pumpkin spice and the pears ones. Here, drink these, you fucking idiots. Yeah. I like the s'mores one, and the apple one was the only one that was like Good. Quite. Yeah, that was okay. That was okay. Yeah. Speak, I like speak. how you still had to put it in parentheses. Good. Yeah. yeah. I was like, you meant good. tolerable. Well, yeah, because I mean, cider is still way better than yes. that. That's the thing. Is it yeah. tasted like probably like fucking bush apple or whatever that shit is that you love. You didn't try it, so don't fucking come at me right now. Bush apple I'm minus the rice and wheat. <laughs> bush apple. I was uh, on vacation last week uh, at a you know a cabin by a lake, and uh, we went to the grocery store to buy some beer. And uh, my brother-in-law was like, "Ooh, bush apple!" And like, I had to like drag him out by his ear. I'm like, Don't you like immediately punch him apple. in the face? You're like, did you, did you just grab him like really hard by the back of the arm? Yeah. Like, let, like, let me talk. Let me to you over here. Let me talk to you over here for a second. <laughs> I just want to say we're not getting that right. You understand? We're not bringing Don't bush apple. Don't ask, again. Don't ask again. We're not bringing bush apple on vacation. <laughs> Don't ruin my fucking vacation. Um, yeah, Meg loves bush apple. She lives for it. Um, I haven't had it in like a month. <laughs> haven't had it in like a month. It's like you haven't seen your children in a month. You're like, I haven't had it in like a month. All right. Um, bush apple every other weekend. <laughs> every other weekend. Yeah, she, she splits custody with bush apple. And, um <laughs> All right, let's get a little bit into this movie. Um, I don't think we're going to go through the whole plot synopsis of this some bitch because there's a lot going on. Yeah. Um, but let's 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 kind of just go around the horn here. Talk about uh, some of our you know favorite parts or things that stood out to you. How'd you feel about the movie overall? And then we'll talk about like the general, you know, general plot synopsis. I guess mm-hmm. we could set it up here first. It's a group of um, you know kind of you know, blue collar crew of uh, people who are specialized in removing asbestos, mm-hmm. right? And there's this big old damn uh, haunted ass looking insane asylum that they decide, you know, that they're going to bid on this job. They go in, they're getting the whole like show around type of thing. Um, and there are, you know, basically what, five main guys mm-hmm. uh, in, in the movie, which let me bring up uh, who's who, because uh, they all have the, just the most white dude names you've ever heard in your life. <laughs> well, you got Gordo. Yeah. Gordo. So, so, so you got, first of all, you got top bill, top build guy here. It's your, it's Mr. One, Mr. David Caruso. I mean, this son of a bitch, he's like if Bobby <laughs> Flay smoked a hundred cigarettes every day for his whole life. Um, he, his, he's, he's filled. Does he not look like that? He does. Yeah. He's a bit leathery. Yeah. He's like, he's like if Bobby Flay, like, had enough camel points to buy the kayak. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's Phil. Um, and that was my reference at the top of the film, or at the top of the episode. If you didn't pick up that hilarious reference, it was because David Caruso, you'll know him from, uh, CSI Miami. Mm-hmm. That was definitely his, his, uh, main, uh, he was called, what was his name? Horatio something or something or other. Some shit like that. Yeah. Horatio Kane uh, on CSI Miami. Ugh. So you'll know him immediately. Um, the name does not feel like it lines up. Horatio Kane. No, it's Kane. just like, a, that's a terribly overwritten and it sounds like it belongs in a novel. Yeah. Horatio oh, Kane sounds like he is like some guy with like a frilly collar that, um, you know, 
fucks one of his servants in one of these, um, you know, uh, <laughs> Downton Abbey style porn <laughs> novels you get at the fucking gas station. Um, so uh, then you have one Mr. Josh Lucas, which I like Josh Lucas a lot. Barely mm-hmm. recognize him in first in yeah. this one because he had a, a sick ass Fu Manchu. But I like him because he plays like a dirty scumbag real mm-hmm. well. Yeah. Um, I, like I feel him. like I was like immediately recognized him first mm-hmm. in it. And I, then I had to like Google like where he's from. And I think the first thing I ever saw him was Sweet Home Alabama. Oh, no. I'm shamefully <laughs> say that out loud. He was in exactly. the Forever Purge. For, for, he was in Yellowstone. Uh, or he's still in, I think, Yellowstone. I have which not is, watched that show yet. I've only seen a couple episodes, but but it's got a big uh, it's it's got a big following. Uh, yeah, the Forever Purge last year he was in. Um, mm. I just watched Ford versus Ferrari over uh, which he was in. Okay. Um, but uh, he I, he's in a few other genre flicks that oh he was in um, the Firm the 2012 version of the Firm uh, Beautiful Mind uh, American mm-hmm. Psycho mm-hmm. Um, he's in quite a, quite a few um, uh, kind of genre and the genre adjacent things. In this movie. I like it. Yeah, no, he pulled the motherfucker pulls it off. Uh, that that's like me, good facial hair. Yeah, yeah you no, definitely believe that he thinks casinos are the be all end all. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and yeah, he's kind of the like the scumbag one here, um, which you'll which we'll learn a little bit more about why particularly he's a scumbag. Um, and then you have uh, the great Peter Mullen uh, as Gordon, uh, and Gordon um, is kind of. Set up to be the protagonist in a lot of ways, but uh, uh, spoiler alert, we're going to, you know, obviously we're going to spoil the living hell out of this movie. Um, It comes to be a little bit more complicated than that. He pulls off the, uh, because he is Scottish. Yeah. Um, But he's, he's, he can, he's one of those guys I think can do pretty much any kind of accent. He can do like a British accent really well. He can do an American accent really well. Um, But you'd know him from like The Vanishing. He was in My Name is Joe. He's in Ozark. Um, what else? He was in How a couple. How far into Ozark? What's that? How far into Ozark? I think Did he was in um. Beep, boop, 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 boop. I just started watching it, so I, but I'm not too far in. But I like from 2017 on until currently i guess or then they just did the last season of Ozark. yeah they just yeah. did the last season so. so he was 2017 i don't know what season that is until uh wait or is that the whole series that might be the whole series. might be the whole series anyway i'm, I'm trying not, to think because i've seen ozark but i just don't remember him per se but he plays J- he's way farther up the top i passed him jacob snell in ozark uh, don't know who that is i, I think that might be a season three thing hmm. yeah I'm, tr- I'm trying to think oh oh i know who he is okay yeah that's like a season two season three thing okay yeah so yeah you haven't yeah, no, run into yeah. him yet Meg. Okay. yeah um but yeah he is in uh westworld uh mm-hmm. he's in braveheart he's in a bunch of shit you recognize his face immediately um he's he's a, a very accomplished actor so you've got you've got your phil you've got your hank you've got your gordo and then you've got Mike, who is played by Stephen Gevedin. Gevedin? Gevedin? Uh, I know I've seen this guy's face before, but I don't know him from a lot. Um, and he is definitely not nearly as recognizable as, as those first three uh, people. Um, he was in War of the, the, the World of, War of the Worlds, uh, Tom Cruise uh, remake as well. But in any case, those are kind of the main characters. Uh, you also get... Uh, uh, Brendan Sexton the third, who is Gordon's nephew, right? Yeah, yeah, he's his uh, nephew, Jeff. Jeff, 
fucking Jeff, aka um, mullet head. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, he's got a sick ass mullet. Mullet, mullet. And then you get a quick little, uh, not enough in my opinion, Larry Fessenden right at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. love me some Larry Fessenden. Um, so those are kind of the main players. You got Phil, Hank, Gordon, and uh, and Mike and Jeff, um, and they go into this. Uh, uh, they they kind of are putting a lot of pressure on themselves to get this job. Um, they say it's going to be a three-week job. They said they can do it in two weeks. And then eventually, Gordon basically suckers them in. So the rest of the crew, yeah. he's so desperate for money because he's just had a baby uh, and all this stuff. Um, and he um, says he can do it in a week, which puts a whole bunch of pressure and strain on it. And the whole thing is, you know, the interaction between them and the, in the uh, uh, you know, working through all the stuff they have going on personally. And then Gordon is obviously kind of cracking up um and then one thing we should probably mention early on which creates a lot of tension in the group is hank is uh dating phil's ex-wife ex-girlfriend ex-girlfriend they weren't married i don't think yeah i don't think they were married i think he was just you know boyfriend girlfriend and then hank took her away yeah so gordon's gordon's kind of the foreman he's the old dude uh he's been around the block phil's kind of his right hand man uh, Hank's kind of the young, irresponsible dickhead. Mike is the like underachiever kind of thing, where he's like uh, going to graduate from law school, but then he either doesn't, or he dropped out, or he's trying to go back, or he's yeah. almost ready to finish, or something like that. Uh, but he's kind of the underachiever type. And then Jeff is just like the fuck up nephew, who's mm-hmm. who who's a scared of the dark. Um, so um yeah nectophobia is that what it's called (laughs) let's think that's what he's called i thought that was when you're scared of nectarines (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just like the way brian stared down other brian (laughs) i just said like that was a bad joke right yeah Yeah. let's keep going on can't Uh, confirm can't confirm bad joke (laughs) moving on um It's just with like a like a look of just like sympathy, but also disappointment. Like, yeah. why am I? I'm not here gonna right laugh now? at that, but but I, you yeah, did say I see it. What, yeah. Appreciate you. I heard it. it. I'm just letting you steer the ship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so what's your what's your takes? Um, you've seen this before, Steve. Before this yeah. viewing, yeah. Brian, you had as well. Correct. Meg, first time watch Noobs. for you. Yeah. Right um, I had seen it once or twice before. Uh, what, what's everybody's take on it? What, how'd you feel about the movie? Even, you know, from first watch to second yeah. watch or whatever. So for me, it was like, I had, I've only seen the movie probably once or twice. I think it used to play a lot on IFC. I could, uh, which is, yeah, which is where I think I saw it, you mm-hmm. know, like back in the days where they just played fucking four movies and, you know, it was quite on in this movie and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and swingers. And that's about it. Um, oh man, they used to play swingers. A they played the shit out of swingers, but <laughs> But yeah, so I remember watching the movie from back then, and it's just like I hadn't seen it in probably easily 10, 15 years, maybe. Yeah. And it was just funny because I remembered immediately how it ended. Mm-hmm. So the beginning where you get all this, uh, you get all this stuff with uh, Gordon, Phil, and the other guy who's played by Paul Guilfoyle, mm-hmm. and Paul Guilfoyle showing them the the entire like you know asylum and everything. Mm-hmm. Like you get little hints. Mm-hmm. of that Gordon is the, how things end with Gordon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like the, you get the security guard who's like, Oh, you know, patients always return. Mm-hmm. You know, that's our biggest problem. Yeah. And then the other thing is like, there's a scene where they're in the basement and Gordon just starts leading. 
Yeah. As if he knows where he's going. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. It's kind of like a clue that like yeah, perhaps he, he's been here. <laughs> yes. You start to know early on that, and this is kind of the mystery element. You know early on that, that something's going on with Gordon. Um, yeah. He just had a baby. There's some stuff at home. Uh, when they got the job, he went back to his house and something went wrong. You don't right. know what necessarily, but um, he's sleeping in his car, which you don't necessarily know right away, but there's a lot of hints to suggest that that's the case. Mm -hmm. Things are going uh, not great at home. You could just try to chalk it up to like, he's got a new baby. He's obviously like an older first time dad from what I can understand. Mm -hmm. um, and... Um, yeah, they, they kind of allude to the fact that they've been trying for a long time to have a baby, um, but things are things are rough, right? Financially, personally, all that sort of thing. And then there's a lot of suggestion that, you know, when things start to, weird stuff starts to happen, um, especially, well, I guess the, the big thing that kind of kicks stuff off, besides, you know, Gordon's kind of strange uh, behavior, is Hank... Uh, who is, like I said, the, the kind of scumbag guy with the with the Fu Manchu. Um, when he's working and, you know, they're working in different areas of the hospital, he finds a bunch of valuables, mm -hmm. a bunch of old coins. But it was clearly possessions of people. Right. Um, and we all know from every movie we've seen, you never take the treasure. Don't take, don't the, don't treasure. take the treasure. Dead people treasure, off limits. Yeah, never. Yeah. Uh, it's not, it's not it's off limits, thumb, but actually. you know you're ro yeah you're rolling the dice. You're rolling yeah. the yeah. dice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's not a smart move. Yeah. Um, not only does he take it, but then he plans to kind of come back, take some more, and then he's like, um, you know, I'm gonna fuck off to casino school or something, right? Which is like, what the fuck is casino school? Yeah, I don't. Is that like I, gambling school or I wasn't like he's sure. gonna be a dealer? That's what I thought. It's like I, I wasn't sure. I thought he was maybe going to Miami to learn how to deal or whatever. But yeah. then, because because he tells the story about his friend was a dealer at a casino, mm -hmm. and a and a whale comes in and wins three hundred thousand dollars, and then tips the dealer a Porsche nine eleven. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. So Hank's big aspirations is to get a good tip. <laughs> Hank's not thinking this through. Hank's not a mental giant. Let's put it that no. way. He's, a, he's, a, he's an opportunist. Yeah. Um, he, he's, he's, well, he also yeah. plays Scratchers. Yes. And that's that's super low rent. Yeah. Especially when like Mega Millions and Powerball exists. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. Getting real judgmental over here. Yeah. The gamblers. Yeah. Yeah. Insert yeah. the gambler like hotline or gambling problem hotline. If you have a gambling problem, dial one eight hundred. I thought you meant insert like the gambler like Kenny Rogers. The gambler. <laughs> insert right here. He just Quit. like pops up in one of the corners. <laughs> Did you catch it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh the, the other thing that's yeah. going on is Mike has found a bunch of recordings yes. from from uh, a patient, Mary, and her doctor. That's another thing don't do. If yeah. you find old, like, reel-to-reel kind of recordings... Don't listen. Don't listen. It's going to bum you out. Nothing good's on them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it's kind of surprising. Sinister. It's never I did. like... I did watch Sinister, pie, so. honey, but it's, 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 all, it's always like, yeah... Terrible recording. No, it's that, but in a minor haunted, key. What's that? It's that, <laughs> that in a minor key. <laughs> it's that that voice that keeps talking yeah. to Gordon singing it. Yeah. Which I mean, Mike got real lucky that he found like an interesting case mm -hmm. as compared to just like a chronic masturbator, as like <laughs> most people more, were. More interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like most people were chronic yeah. masturbators like this back guy in the eats day. Bugs and jerks well, off according to the 
the log book that they found of why yeah. they were admitting all the patients. Yeah. yeah. A lot of it was pretty pretty boring. banal. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, just like you totally. wouldn't yeah, you wouldn't even go to jail for most of it. It was just like I was real depressed about like the way things turned out for me. So I had to go to a com- I have to be committed. Yeah. Well, and you could tell too that they were trying to communicate this idea of like um you could pretty much get committed against your will for like any reason. Yeah. That's why they like had the this- ABCD, you know? Yeah. I mean, if you're a D if you're just like I'm sad today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You go to deep. Or there's there was ones that even suggested like they pissed the wrong person off almost. Right. You know, kind of thing. Um, and they got they got uh, jammed in there. So um, yeah, he starts listening to sessions with this uh, this woman uh, or Mary girl Hobbs, yeah. named Mary Mary Hobbs. And uh, guess how many sessions there are? Well, um, we hear at least nine. <laughs> yeah. There's at least nine sessions. Um, but you're talking about how she had. Um, Multiple personality disorder. Um, so, what what were some of the names? I'm trying to remember. Peter, were, yeah, Billy, no, Billy, Billy, Billy. Wait, was Peter one of them? I thought yeah, Peter Billy was her brother. Simon. Yeah, Where was Peter though? There was a Peter. Peter I thought Peter was her brother. No, Peter yeah. is her brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Simon was the yeah. Simon was up to no good. You Simon, yeah. Simon was like the one you're deep. worried about. Then there was like well, another one that was there like, was the princess. Yeah, mm. I was gonna say sweetie. There was, a sweetie. It was princess. <laughs> yeah, there was the princess Billy and Simon. Yes. Yeah. And uh, the princess lives in the mouth, and Billy lives in the eyes, and Simon lives in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good old butt Simon. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to imagine that game Simon where you hit the colors, <laughs> but you're doing it with butt cheeks. Is this um, just a big game of Simon Says? Like that's what this movie that's actually is. What it is? That's exactly yeah, it's like that Ouija movie. <laughs> yep. It was an adaptation by Milton Bradley. You didn't know, Meg? Did yeah. you not read? <laughs> Where are your notes, Meg? Um, yeah, so uh, so Gordon is is also, you know, hearing voices, which um, you, you don't, you know, they definitely do a pretty good job of being... Um, vague about where they are coming from where you think that they're kind of trying to set up this red herring of mary uh is like haunting them and is talking or 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 simon perhaps which Mm -hmm. is one of mary's alter egos is talking to gordon or talking to the crew at large yeah so when you're hearing these voices like i know you can hear me and you know blah 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 all this stuff it's there's a lot of red herring. So I remember the first time I watched this, I was like, I wasn't convinced that spoiler alert, Gordon is crazy as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, you didn't necessarily know that. Um, you thought maybe it could be supernatural. It could be he has some sort of sixth sense that's picking up on one of the other guys is fucked up or has some sort of past that's connected to the hospital. But you start to learn at some point somebody's got some sort of past that's connected to the hospital. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, well, I, and Mike, uh, like they, they spell it out pretty early as well that Mike has some tie to the hospital mm-hmm. and that his dad was a lawyer that like was a public defender for like, they're, they're telling like this horror story of mm-hmm. uh, a woman who like w- went under uh, regression therapy and like she remembered a whole bunch of satanic panic stuff that she was like getting raped by her family and like had to eat babies and mm-hmm. do all that kind of shit. And then like it came out. Oh, she just imagined all of that. Mm-hmm. So her uh, Mike's dad was the lawyer that had to defend all this. Yeah. So like he had some sort of tie to this giant hospital. Yes. So it, it that's that's the who done it element almost, mm-hmm. if you will. Is like who is the one that has the weird connection to the hospital? Right. Um, As yeah. a noob to this movie, and mm-hmm. it's like first time watcher, like even just like hearing you guys talk about this, like it makes sense. What you're saying it's like he was at some point possibly 
admitted as possible, but it definitely came off to me more of like a possession thing. Right. And so, I mean, can we be clear on like, are you like, again, see, I, down. see I don't think it <clears throat> was a possession because I like it's this film is really, really good at being kind of uh, both vague, but also just like like Brian is saying, it kind of puts a red herring on everybody at some point. Well, the only reason why I say this, too, is because like Simon's character at the end talks about how he preys on like the weak. Um, yeah. Whatever. yeah. So that's why I was like. And they kept coming back to Mary Hobbs like he was always like near her grave and then finding her room and then the chair and all the stuff like that. So that's where I was just like, okay, so is Mary basically possessing him throughout this entire film or like periodically coming back to him and finding him and then by proxy Simon's getting to him. I That's how I took it a little bit, too. I don't know if you I think that it could be something where um, Mary's personalities are kind of metaphor for the demons that live in all of us, since mm. everybody kind of has sure. their own thing going on. Yeah. One of the things that I really like about this movie is a lot of times you'll watch a movie and you're like, if this movie had a bigger budget, it could be better. Mm -hmm. If this movie sure. had a bigger budget, it would probably be worse. Yeah. So they probably would have yeah. tried to over explain and add extra effects and all these things. And because right. it's so small scale, mm -hmm. it unintentionally leaves it open to all of this crazy interpretation. Yeah. And I also think, too, throughout the whole thing is that I felt confused for a lot of it. Like I, things were so things were revealed very like slowly throughout it. But you still got to know each character. And I thought that was like mm -hmm. a really good um, way for them to do it because it kept me being like, OK, I know something's happening. I know something's up with this character, but how is it going to connect to the end? And like at the end is like where more things do start coming together. So I thought that was a really good way they did it. And I think even on a small budget, I think that's an effective way to like keep you interested. Throughout. And it was, and it was a well-paced movie, I think too. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. it's not, um, I mean, it's almost two hours. It's like an hour and 45 minutes or something, something like, that. like that. It's a hundred minutes, hundred, one hundred minutes, one hundred minutes. <laughs> um, but it was, uh, it was, yeah, well paced. It felt, even though it is kind of a slow burn, if you think about it, yeah, nothing really happens until the last act, kind of. Um, yeah. Well, not last act, but like halfway through the movie, really. Right. Um, yeah. It, and that's just like that's that's the uh, the audio recordings playing, mm -hmm. making you think something is going on. Because mm -hmm. like there's like there's that one kind of mm -hmm. montage where they're panning through what everybody's doing after work. And everybody's pretty sullen and not, you know, like happy or engaged because like I think like Hank's at the casino and Phil's at the bar and like mm -hmm. everybody's mm -hmm. pretty, you know, but you also have like this creepy ass recording playing. Yeah, there did feel like I feel like with Mike's character, there felt like some unfinished things with him. Like I because I mean, clearly he was so invested in this story, but there was like no other connection to like no one knew he was doing this. No one knew that. Like, mm -hmm. I'm like, why would why is this like such a focus besides it being like him at some point bringing it up? I don't know. Right. Like, I don't, why, I, why was he so interested? Yeah, I get what right. you're well, saying. And, yeah. and they did a great yeah. job of like showing that he is like when he is arguing with Hank and, and they're talking about to how they do the, the frontal lobotomies and, you know, mm -hmm. stick the, mm -hmm. the, the spike through their eye kind of thing or above their eye or but whatever. he didn't say to run Gordon either, which could have brought another connection to like True, but that. then he grabbed Hank and like, we had, what do you have? Like he a grabbed chomp. Jeff. He grabbed Jeff. Oh, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Jeff. And and like basically, you know, acted like he was going to do it, but it was kind of in like a, you know, grab ass and kind of we're screwing yeah. around, but it was still like, well, everybody was like, whoa, what the fuck kind of thing. Um, So yeah, that was a great, uh, you know, I remember the first time watching it going like, 
yeah, Mike is super crazy, and they're going to learn out. <laughs> that's why he isn't a lawyer or whatever. He's right. yeah. out of his mind or whatever. I almost wonder if this movie had too many characters. Like, if it went from five to three, and, like, yeah. Gordo was the one that found the tapes, and as a result, remembered that he was part of the hospital, yeah. or remembered that he knew Mary, it could be cool. I think it would have been, like, a little bit more intimate. Yeah. There was some stuff that I didn't really care about, like, Hank and Phil's, like, mutual love thing and yeah. all of their yeah. like snarky early 2000s edge humor at each yeah. other it's yeah. just yeah. kind of like ugh. but that yeah. kind of almost seemed like another thing that was unfinished because like that's when like we start seeing gordo being like no i didn't hear you talking to amy so it's like <laughs> wait you know what i mean like but i feel like that moment i was like wait so we have some disbelief in like the story but like does that mean phil is like again a red herring who's like maybe he's the one who's like possibly the, yeah. the yeah. murderer so, here and they even almost know. lead you to that conclusion right right because um he has the knife in his hand yes yeah but uh uh i i, I think you're right you could have got rid of the <laughs> nephew yeah he could see that that's the only character i feel like i want to keep that character but okay. i want to expand him more because he's the only one that doesn't have a motive Yes, because like because, you know, Mike has a motive, like you're saying, like he has a tie to the hospital and maybe he's just crazy. Mm -hmm. Like we find out what Gordon's motive is. Phil has a motive of like wanting to get rid of Hank because every time he he's trying to get rid of Hank throughout the, entire the whole film. thing, he's trying to plant the seed of doubt. But he's not Hank. trying to kill him. No, is what he's we trying learned. to fire him. Right. Right. And then Hank is finding fucking possessed treasure. Mm -hmm. So you think maybe, oh, maybe Hank is just possessed by possessed treasure and like mm -hmm. trying to kill people. Well, and especially, which we haven't got to yet, but then Hank after, um, you know, after he does steal all the stuff, he comes back and, you know, he meets the guy. Uh, or no, never mind. That's Phil who meets the guys in the parking lot or whatever. But yeah. Anyway, yeah he's, a, he's a secret. He's a secret addiction. He has a Phil. secret addiction to, <laughs> oh, oh, oh. to Mary Jane. He, yeah, he's smoking that goddamn that, jazz cabbage out that, in that his That disco truck. broccoli. Deleted <laughs> scenes is that all of the weed that he got was Halloween-shaped things. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what if it's just like you just took the the screen out a little further and he's just, yeah. Um, but no, he... Uh, uh, um, you made a pumpkin bong or something. Can you do that this pumpkin year? Pumpkin bong. Yes, Meg, we can make a pumpkin bong. We will. God damn it. How have I never made a pumpkin bong? I've smoked weed at, at Apple since I was 10. I've never fucking... Yeah, damn it. Um, That'd be intense. Yeah. Like, just have you smoked weed out of a bush apple? <laughs> <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna. Um, <laughs> Go I'm gonna make you. I'm gonna out of a bush apple can. Um, yeah. So, uh, 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 fucking um, Hank goes MIA. Doesn't show up the next day, and they're like, "Oh, he fucked off with the uh, with the the valuables that he found." And he even said about how he's gonna go to fucking casino school or how whatever. My priority this whole job is. Mm -hmm. They were not worried as they're early. taking a tons of breaks. Yeah, they the whole thing has given me so much anxiety for like somebody who's worked not necessarily asbestos removal, but like work <laughs> jobs like that. No, you work doubles. Yeah, yeah. I was. It gave me so much anxiety to see them sitting around. <laughs> totally, <Yeah. laughs> totally. <laughs> making me so fucking anxious. Also, I was like, the way they're like week, cleaning what things are you up, doing? I'm like, if right. you get a shovel, you're gonna be good. Like, yeah. The place is huge. Like, yeah, yeah. The place is unbelievably huge. Guys, and they're just our like, work ethics are not like these guys. We um, could have gotten it done in one week. Okay? Uh, yeah. Let's say. Let's do it. Let's start a crew. <laughs> I, um, I, I wish the... So going back to the valuables thing, I feel like that was one of the... That could have been a really 
cool way to make that movie way creepier. Mm-hmm. Like when he only starts pulling out the clumps of hair, like with the coins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I wish that it would have been more than what it ended up being. Did yeah. you feel and like- also like who knows what the the what was the coin collecting market like in the early 2000s? I mean, I don't know if this is like a period piece or anything mm-hmm. like that, but how much money could he have possibly made? <laughs> yeah, enough for him to go to the casino for a few days. I mean, I once guess. he has but everything stacked up, it only seemed like there was maybe, you know, yeah. like it you looked know. like a casino machine. He could have went to Coinstar, anyway. you know? <laughs> <laughs> He's just putting a bunch of like old, ancient doubloons in He also Coinstar. puts the tooth in there too, and he's yeah. like, does this work? <laughs> He's putting the teeth in the no, coin. but I feel the same way about once it hit the clump that's of hair. That's a whole movie idea. It's an old creepy guy coming in with a bag of teeth putting in the coin. I mean, yo, if you want to talk like some real like post-apocalyptic thing when like our organs mean nothing anymore and we actually are just trading limbs in it. Yeah. And, uh, Grocery stores. I was going to say you should watch Crime. Yeah, watch yeah. that's pretty much the plot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that seems a bit, that seems very Cronenberg. Um, yeah. No, but like I felt the same way when I saw the hair. I was like, okay. That means Mary Hobbs is in this fucking wall. I doubt like, so too. Like, what the fuck? Like, I remember, this is yeah. what I wanted to oh, see. Oh, yeah. They, they have that scene where, like, the camera pans out from, like, inside. I guess that's supposed to be, like, a um a thing you burn bodies in or whatever. Oh, like an incinerator? An incinerator. Because yeah, yeah. it says, like, caution hot, and it pans out to, like, that hospital room. Yeah. And then it never... That's it. It just it ends there. No. It's just yeah. a cool shot. Yeah. There's, like, a lot of, like, artistic shots that yeah. don't add up. Yeah, they they show that goddamn uh, uh, wheelchair seven hundred times. Yeah. And nothing really ever happens. <laughs> and also it. the what the fuck is that? The uh, oh, the tub the, thing the water in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. Right, I wanted something to happen with that too. Almost yeah. like this. Uh, what is it? Is it House on Haunted Hill where they go into the old like asylum and stuff like that? Where it's like you start getting. No, that's used. session nine. That's session nine. <laughs> yeah. yep. You're thinking of session nine, right? <laughs> no. Yes, yep. no, you're yep. right. I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back off from this. No. I just want to do a bad sign because the building was bad. There no. we go. <laughs> no, there is 100%. You're, I, I know what movie you're thinking of. I yeah. can't place it either. But there is a movie where they do... Uh, oh, fuck. Yeah. Anyway, any any case, yeah. So they have they that stuff. I also read all that stuff was already just there. Mm-hmm. So they just like, oh, of course. That's why it never really got worked into the plot. So we actually were just getting a tour. Like, yeah. Right. So this was actually maybe just like a haunted house tour. Yeah. Then mixed with a horror movie. Yeah. This was that West Virginia penitentiary idea. Find the location before you write your movie. Yeah, yeah. No. I like that. I like that. <laughs> that it, it, all the stuff that could have been part of the plot ended up just being set dressing because they couldn't. Yeah, because the fucking script was written. Yeah. yeah Twist but. is that Gordo's character actually brought them to this asylum, and they're like, "Okay, well, cool, we're here. Yeah, let's go." <laughs> Turns out Gordo was just looking for a cheap spa day. For he his was crew. actually yeah. the director. No, oh, he was the director the entire time. <laughs> there hasn't been a director here in 140 years. Um, You've always been the director, sir. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. Uh, Hank goes MIA. Uh, Phil is kind of like, told you so, told you so. And then they start hearing or and, and seeing things that would suggest that maybe Phil is there. Um, specifically the dipshit cousin um, sees him and he's standing, staring out a window like a weirdo with sunglasses on. And, you know, this was a pretty good foreshadowing thing where they talked about how, you know, what's the, how how do you do the, 
what, what do you say about the sunglasses when he's talking about like how do you get rid of like the scar from a lobotomy or oh, whatever? Oh, it it's just, just the after treatment. The after treatment. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's just sunglasses. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So here, and then you see uh, 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 Hank mm. wandering around. Hank's got the sunglasses on, staring right. out the window. He's got blood on his the hands. Coolest whatever. sunglasses, by the way. Sick ass wraparounds. <laughs> yeah. um, Definitely likes NASCAR. Oh yeah, he's oh, yeah, yeah. he's got a fucking Dale Earnhardt Intimidator. That's fucking what he tattoo. bets on, actually, guys. Yeah, he just, <laughs> when he said Vegas, he meant Talladega. Um, <laughs> he's just saying, just looking out the window, holding up the three Intimidator style. Um, so he uh, fuck Jeff Gordon, <laughs> fuck you, Jeff Gordon. Um, just I almost said a very derogatory thing that my very redneck cousins used to call Jeff Gordon back in the day. Um, <laughs> Look it up, guys. Anybody who knows NASCAR <laughs> from the '90s, you know the insult I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert: it's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they, uh, um, yeah. So the dickhead uh, nephew—I keep wanting to say cousin—the dickhead nephew comes back and says, "Hey, I just saw Hank," and they're like, "Bitch, please, he ain't here," you know. And then they start looking for him they split of course split up classic scooby-doo move they split they split up into two areas of the and one group is like not really looking for him at all yeah um they don't care they're it's like they're like i hope this guy like he's not here and we're glad he's gone yeah. yeah um but then they find him and what was a pretty creepy scene is hank just like chilling in the like way down in the catacombs of the place in his underwear like just mm-hmm. mumbling and being weird mm-hmm. um which he got naked from the scene he was last seen in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and he we had walked... clothes on and then just got right. naked. He's yeah. like, what are you doing here? Tie... <laughs> okay, can you guys break down maybe, since you've seen it a few more times than I have, like, where is the tie with these coins, though? Because, okay. There, there, they there, the flip, there isn't. They, yeah, I was like, the flip, he drops a coin and then all of a sudden all this stuff starts happening to you. I'm like, where is the yeah, tie? Yeah, because there is one scene where I believe Phil has one of the coins in his hand and mm-hmm. Gordo yeah. sees it and makes like a really like intense eye contact sort of like. Yeah, right. yeah that's what I'm saying. It might have even been like a music sting-ish type of thing. Oh, I'm yeah. sure. Some of the great score. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that legendary score. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> talked about that on air. We should. This is probably a good time to talk about it. Um, you have experience with the soundtrack. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, on the VHS copy of this cinematic experience there is uh an advertisement a commercial for the soundtrack and it's very early 2000s edgy and just hyping up the soundtrack Mm -hmm. saying it's something that you've never heard a unique experience (laughs) i can i'll rip the audio from the soundtrack and so not from the soundtrack from the vhs tape so you can hear it because uh i i should have actually just did it before i came but <laughs> er, er, it's it's irrelevant at this point but yeah. the movie doesn't have much of a score that's it's it's super sparse. audible yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um so yeah that's something that's worth looking into it would with the funny. exception of like uh jeff's boom box that he brings when he's like trying to listen to that that sweet metal yeah yeah and then uh there's a couple others there's a couple other like dollar store versions of popular songs mm-hmm. that are in the movie it's not the actual song yeah. it's just like the like the karaoke <laughs> instrumental version yeah. of that song yeah like when they're listening to like the radio and stuff kind of sounds like power man 5000 but like sure. not yeah. exactly yeah i i thought you were gonna say when you're telling us about this before we start recording i thought you were like it's unlike nothing you've ever heard but then it's just a bunch of like Early two thousands new metal and well, yeah, late nineties. It's to do just metal all too. prodigy and well, porn. It doesn't yeah. say anything about artists that are on the soundtrack. So yeah. I think I mean they specifically 
use the word score. So I think they yeah. are talking about that like huh. ambient noise yeah. soundscape mm-hmm. sort of stuff. Which mm. yeah, which doesn't really exist. And like in the in the second the, yeah, and like the like the say the last third of the movie, there is a lot when things start to get intense, they do use more of mm-hmm. like some sounds, but yeah. it's very like you even, know, even the sound do- design itself is pretty it feels very dated. Sure, it's like, you know, like Halloween Looney Tunes sound effects, sort mm-hmm. of like zing type yeah, things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, there's definitely some really more recognizable like sound drops that you'd be like Eh, maybe they should like remaster this. <laughs> like, it, do it again. <laughs> you wonder if they had some sort of deal, and I'm trying to look to see who actually did the sound, um, or did the the original score for this. Where if it was like a big name, where they mm. were like, bam, like it was worked into his agreement yeah. that mm. we're going to release the sound effect and right. promote it and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, but I'm not seeing anything jumping out as uh, really. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it was probably more of like this movie was so cheap to make. Um, and even though it doesn't look cheap, like it was just so cheap to make. And it's just like around that time, you know, it's 2001. Everybody's still trying to sell well, as much as they can. They could only sell exposure yeah. to him. Like that's part of his contract. Mm, it's like maybe there was a lot of movies at that time. And really, it's no different today that are just very much like pumped out. Yeah. You know, but I feel like there was actual genuine intent behind oh, yeah, this yeah. movie as like mm-hmm. a really artistic project for those who oh, were yeah, involved. Yeah. yeah. It's funny that it was written by two people. Doesn't seem like between two people they could have figured out something better than casino school. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. You don't remember two thousand one? It was all the rage. Everybody was going to casino school. Yeah. Um that's what everybody wanted. Yeah. I was in high school in two thousand one. All I wanted was I applied to all the <laughs> casino schools, didn't get in any of them. Um but it was uh uh yeah, it, it's weird because we were talking about this earlier too. This movie actually like holds up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um compared to a lot of movies from 2001. Yeah. Um, you know you know what uh, just uh, just one quick note before we move on uh, mm-hmm. from the music is it could have been another thing of where they filmed the movie cuz this is what happened with Clerks. Mm-hmm. So they filmed Clerks and Clerks basically had no music. And then after uh after Miramax bought Clerks, they added music in mm-hmm. and then were able to release a soundtrack along with that. Okay. So maybe that's something that happened with this is that they, they 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 filmed sold this it movie. To somebody, yeah sold it to whoever distributed it and yeah. then they added I think it it's Lionsgate or I, one of those. I was going to say it's a it's a fairly big name um distribution yeah. company. So so yeah, it might have been something along those lines. My VHS tape that I have is one that I acquired of many when I was a key manager at Blockbuster Video nice. in the early 2000s. <laughs> You're burying the lead here. You're a manager at Blockbuster. Uh-huh. Certainly was. I, Blue collar gang. What up? Uh, I just made that up. That wasn't a thing. I applied please to Blockbuster. Please do it for anyone who's ever worked at like, yeah. Blockbuster. Please just go like Blue collar gang. Blue collar gang. Blue. The Blockbuster in fucking Elwood City. It's a tanning salon now. I applied there like four times. They would never call me back. But I was, Damn. yeah, I was just shame. Worst thing ever happened to me. <laughs> I, I did get an interview at Eagle Video. Nice, <laughs> hell yeah. Yeah, they didn't want to pay. And also, they were. I just can only imagine very close to going out of business. I just, I just can only imagine you in an interview for this, but you're just like really desperate, and so yeah. you're saying the, all the wrong things. You're like. Yeah, like you just gonna watch movies. You were all like, day. you don't even have to pay me. <laughs> I was just like, also, I, I'm sure I like 
fucking skated up and like I was probably waxing their curbs like right before uh-huh. the interview. Yeah. So um yeah, I was, they they were like, we're not hiring that fucking kid. You I said know fuck he is. at least five times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, it was the right move to not hire me. But I really wanted to work at Blockbuster. The, my two. This is a total side tangent, but it's a podcast. So that's how things work. Yeah. When I worked at Blockbuster, one of my favorite things to do, Blockbuster. <laughs> when I worked down at Blockbuster, um, one of my favorite things to do. Was look at the applications that people would submit. And uh, I have two memories from these applications that are pretty great. Yeah. So one of the questions that was on the application was like, you know, have you ever been convicted or had a felony or anything mm-hmm. like yeah. that? And on one of the applications, said, hell yeah. Somebody, no, somebody had just wrote the word knife. <laughs> Which I always thought was pretty sick. <laughs> and then, uh, what, the, uh, what if that was just his name and he just wrote it on the wrong line? <laughs> it just reads knife like five times. <laughs> What's your name? Knife. Last name? Knife. What Gender? Knife. knife. <laughs> Sex? Knife. <laughs> Which relates to the felony. But. <laughs> what was your last job? Knife. Knife. <laughs> oh. And then the uh, the other one was also a fun one word answer, and uh, it was just like you know, do you have any special skills or things that would be you know applicable to your application? Somebody just wrote basketball. Nice. <laughs> Pretty sick. Pretty sick. Fucking good at basketball. Yeah. Cool man. You get the basketball oh guy God. and the knife guy together. <laughs> yeah. uh, that yeah. first one Stellar was team. Crying, yeah. I think. Oh my God. So I think the first one you, was This you. is the one thing that always. <laughs> no, mine would have been like, I got it like a mean 360 flip. Yeah. yeah. That's all. That's my only skill. I'll tell you what. I, I don't know how. I don't know how good of an employee knife would have been, <laughs> but their employee picks probably would have been fire. Yeah. <laughs> would have been easily. Great. <laughs> they would have had great employee if his picks. His name was Knife. Imagine introducing him. And any single, any time anybody had any had a pen knife in their opening mail or whatever, he'd be like, "That's not a knife. This is a knife." <laughs> and you bring, you pull a knife in. Tying uh, blockbuster into horror movies. I'll share one more story. Yeah, just because this is fun. Actually, so, I'm done with the movie. Just do blockbuster. <laughs> uh, so there was a uh, when I, before I started working at blockbuster, there was this gentleman that worked at the Giant Eagle in the same. Shopping center. Where where is this? I, I got where Edgewood Town Center. Okay, okay, got it. All right. And I remember this guy's name, not gonna say it, doesn't matter. Uh, but he always he always uh had like horror movie t shirts on and stuff, and I would like, you know, see him all the time pushing cards, like a really anti-social type looking person. When sure. I started working at Blockbuster, he would come in every Friday and of course rent all of the new horror movies, like yeah. always. And he did this every friday all the time quiet guy um the most frightening thing this dude ever did was one week he had his stack of horror movies plus a copy of sisterhood of the traveling pants (laughs) it was the most frightening thing that guy ever did yeah he was probably a little bit curmudgeon-y about it he's like god fucking damn it i gotta like well, I'm wondering if he like mm. yeah, that was like. Well, he had, like, you're his... thinking about it in a kind way. I'm <laughs> thinking about it way worse. Oh yeah. God, I want to know. Getting... He was just a big America Ferrera fan. What are you guys so <laughs> uppity about? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. that was that was that guy. Oh, fun knife. But the thing that was rad was a lot of the stuff that like 
he would rent like I would be like oh like make notes like I gotta get that when he brings it back he knew his shit yeah but you didn't want to ask him about it no 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 he wasn't like a super social person yeah but uh super funny I remember recently like in the past two years I was driving through that neighborhood and I saw him walking down the street. Oh, shit. Was, like, was he still, still wearing like, uh, like, oh yeah, he had like yeah. oh, yeah, like a Fangoria t-shirt on or something yeah. for sure. Sick. Just yeah. living it. Love it. <laughs> nice. Um, never change. Yeah. Never change. You just rolled on the window. Never change. <laughs> yeah, no. no, no, no. I mean, you know, I'm, hey, you He's know. He's doing his thing. He's thriving. Yeah. Yeah. Still above ground. Oh, yeah. It wasn't um, a traveling pants t-shirt. That'd be actually pretty good. He actually, you, it's funny. He he's he's decked out in like horror gear, but if you take a shirt off, he just has all these sisters of the traveling pants tattoos. <laughs> hey, he might he might? Yeah. You know who know who knows why that movie was rented? It was just so odd. Yeah, in the mix of everything. Yeah, it always stood out. It's a memory that mm. is burned I into like my brain. Think, I don't know like, if I want to ruin your memory. Sister was in town, and like hit like I'm imagining like a niece. Or, or or something was like there, and he was well, you know like, what, Brian, oh, that's really sweet." Movie <laughs> See, he's yeah, he's going. I I don't know if I want to ruin your memory because I like that you have this memory. You're like, I'm always gonna remember that guy for that thing, but I would actually love to hear the reason. Like, I just want, yeah. I, I, I got to know. Yeah, yeah, I really do. Yeah. Next time you're driving through, just like start driving through and just find him. Just be like, "Hey, Please. man, this is gonna sound real weird." Why don't you We're put not- him down, Meg? You know what he looks like. No, I don't. <laughs> Antisocial guy with a Fangoria t-shirt <laughs> hangs out in Edgewood. Yeah. How many could there be? Okay, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. We'll do a sketch later. <laughs> do a sketch. Um I'll find it. No, that's that's fantastic. Um I always wanted to work at Blockbuster. I'm so sad I never got the opportunity. I have actually have like a fantasy of of opening my own video store just so I can work at a video store. So we've talked in the past about your heart tattoo and we were talking about putting Tubi in it. Do we need to put Blockbuster there too? Instead no, of like well, see, cross see, out Tubi, put Blockbuster. I, I have more affinity for family video because uh, that was what I, that was the one I frequented more often. Yeah. But then Blockbuster was like a late entry into my life. It was Eagle mm. Video and, and Family Video and just a, a place in Elwood that used to be down under the bridge that was just called Video. Do you have a West Coast Video? <laughs> you remember West Coast Video? Oh, yeah, West Coast Video. There was one in Newcastle, I think, we mm. used to go to when I went mm. to my aunt's house, West Coast Video. Um, I have lived in two, because one of the last remaining Family Videos was right up the road in New Brighton. Um, and uh, they survived just selling CBD, I think, for the last three years. Uh, <laughs> and then they finally went out of business. Um, and then they just I, sold everything super cheap. Yeah, they went and bought a bunch of DVDs. Time and place is a motherfucker, because imagine today if we still had these, like, video stores, but then they also sold, like, weed and, like, like you know, CBD and yeah. then also snacks. You know what I they mean? They do. Like, That's pretty much well, what Family Video <laughs> has been until, like, they went out of business, like, two years ago, like, yeah. officially. Wait. Let's take it back. Like they did rent videos, but then also sold weed. That's what yeah. he said. That's, well, that's no, what I'm weed, hearing. CBD. Okay. That's not weed. Yeah. I know. But weed. I'm sure once right. it becomes like, yeah, it, like frozen come... pizza isn't pizza, but it's kind of pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's like a little bit pizza. That's, like a little. <laughs> that's all they sold was like, mo- I guarantee the majority of their revenue was, Red Baron was snacks and CBD. Like, I'm sure it was. Uh, but uh, I am seeing video stores pop up uh, right beside uh, Time Bomb Toys. Um, oh, yeah? There mm-hmm. is a place called 
Oh gosh, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna. I mean, is really... it owned by the same guys who own Time no. Bomb, or is it? No, oh, okay. but they're friends. Uh, I could see some like they don't uh, rent, right? But you go in and just it's just a VHS store. Oh, oh you okay. know, I could see some like niche stores coming up. I mean, even our friends like the Night Shift Video people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Like, yeah, I don't think they actually have a store, but it, you know, you you see the videos they do, and they have like. It looks like you're walking yeah. into well, same thing like flashback video and all that yeah, stuff. When that, I was in sure. Atlanta, there's a video rental store called Videodrome that's like just like nice. all old school, like just it's just straight up like an old mm-hmm. movie rental store. It's huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That sounds it's so cool. Wild. It's only a matter of time. I mean, I know, I was like, we, we could have like vintage. I feel like then that's what I feel like it'll be. It'll be like almost like a vintage store that looks like an old mm-hmm. video store. Hey guys, let's go. Actually, yeah. we're gonna open that. Plus, up. plus, I mean, and you I'm get a the and, <laughs> and, and a dispensary license. and a brewery and, <laughs> and an arcade. But yeah, and we'll sell heroin. <laughs> and, we'll, <laughs> and we'll make Brian always we'll, say you one. We'll step. make opiate candy corn. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, it's, if, it's just opiate coated candy yeah. corn. It's just little. It's just oxy's painted. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you like sell uh, if you can rent out like the four Ks of the real, um, like hard to find like giallo shit and stuff like that you get like 4ks of criterion collection stuff mm-hmm. i yeah. think i think a lot of people would be interested in like just renting good. it out like rather than having to pay a fucking streaming service and search and yeah I wonder it's, if it's also the experience mm-hmm. you know it's kind of that analog yeah. experience thing yeah. yeah i think it would be really no different than a lot of places that have curated good like vinyl shops right mm-hmm. where it's like just a place to go where I'm not dealing with the option paralysis of going through like Tubi or Shutter or yeah. something mm-hmm. like that, totally. where I could just actually look and pick up physical things and be like, mm-hmm. oh, like the font on this makes me want to get it, which you right. don't get any more out of <laughs> when you're just looking at like this wild ass cover art is, yeah, is, is like, calling so, me. Oh, that's like 90% of the movies I did. That's the, that's the 100% the first time I, down, I um, uh, rented Head of the Family. Yeah. Was 100% just because of the, the cover art or Ghoulies, any of the Ghoulies yeah. movies. Um, the only problem with VHS, and I love VHS tapes, but they don't hold up for shit. No. Well, yeah, like, like I said, I, I rewatched my session nine on VHS tape, <laughs> yeah. and like it was like a, I would love to watch a better copy of that or digital because I'm curious because like the frame rate just seemed so fucked yeah and i don't know if it was just because of like oh me watching it on my tv with an upscaler and all this weird like sure. you know just yeah. like i i I'm, i don't know how it was filmed because i mean 2001 maybe that was a little too early to be filmed on video but like the version i watched was i think it was like a blu-ray remaster yeah i mean I like and yeah. it was like you can it has some like weirdly jerky moments but overall, it looks great. Yeah, it doesn't look so, like a bad movie at all. But it's yeah. just like again, like a weird frame rate motion thing. But it mm-hmm. could have been just my VHS copy. Yeah, I just watched. Uh, what was the movie you picked last time, Meg? Um, from last Cap- Cape Fear. Oh yeah, I watched the the remake of Cape Fear that I have on VHS somewhere here, mm-hmm. and uh, it was almost unfucking watchable. And like, really, I it was the first time I when it was the second time I watched it on. V, like from that VHS copy, mm-hmm. and I remember the first time I watched it was the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's just deterior. They just de- it, the medium just deteriorates, yeah. Yeah. unfortunately. But um, anyway, uh, so we Gordon kiss- kills everybody. It's a fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a real home digger uh, of a thing. One, <laughs> one thing I do want to say, and I thought about this earlier mm-hmm. about session nine that makes it 
it's a slow burn, which is cool. I don't mm-hmm. mind that. No, I but like there that. is not one character in this movie that's likable. Yeah. And that's what makes it really hard to sit through. Cause there's sure. no, like, I'm not rooting for anybody. I don't care if they die. I don't care right. if they live. I'm just like, yeah, let's get to it. I want to see something exciting. You, you, you definitely feel something, I you know, mean, you know, I mean, it I takes a while like to even, feel anything. Like, I yeah. feel like even like the only Miley's like, likable person would be Mike where you're just like, I want him to like, grow out of like but he's so stuck in his own way you mm-hmm. know what i mean like but i don't know i, I think you're like i like mike yeah. I, I liked mike yeah i, like I think mike. he was the like, only one and i didn't hate jeff because i was just like yeah he's just this a angsty young fucking teen yeah so those are the only two that i'm like ever but if we talk about <sighs> taking back characters i think it could have been a more interesting thing if we didn't have that contrast and cut out like mike and jeff they might have been the first two characters yeah. to go kept the all the characters you hated and that could have probably been a more interesting plot. Yeah, probably more tense. Have, and there yeah, were, yeah. There was also real the emotional weight of them needing to do the project in a week really didn't have any effect on the total process yeah. of the movie. And I also hate how they go like from like Sunday to Monday to Tuesday. And I'm thinking, oh, we're gonna get to Monday to right. the day that it's supposed to be. It stops on Friday. No, right? yeah, you're right. It's, I think it's like, why do we even do this? Because, because <laughs> job of no, I, mean, I feel like it, what should have happened is like, it should have actually gotten to Monday, but Monday is like, they, they find everything. The discovery day. It, the it's discovery. The, the, uh, the character from the beginning that's showing them around the place. Gilfoyle, which should also have. is like, like sticking on my brain because of Silicon yeah. Valley, but anyway. yeah, like he, like he should have come in on Monday and discovered, you know, everybody right. with fucking pins in their face. And yeah. yeah. So wait, do we like backtrack? Like, okay, Gordo, was he a patient or is he possessed? I don't think he was a patient or possessed. I think this whole film hinges a lot on coincidence of like Mike coincidentally finds he's hearing things. Yeah, because he's crazy because yeah. he already went nutso and but killed his family. But does he have Simon inside of him or is Simon, again, a metaphor for like the like we talked about, like, oh, we all have all three of these things. We all got a princess. Wait, where's your princess, guys? I want to be all of your princess. <laughs> his princess is the one that's too good to drink key lime nitro. <laughs> My princess is actually a butt plug with a Pikachu tail. <laughs> My princess definitely lives on my tongue, so I can have key lime beer. <laughs> that's what I actually call. That's what I call my uh, my my clown flashlight. <laughs> Hong Kong, Hong Kong, motherfucker. Um, so here's what I this is what I choose to think because I want this to be the case, but it's probably not. Is so uh, Gordon is obviously unraveling, uh, and, and I think it's a number of it's like stressors in his life and all these things have triggered this like severe mental illness. He may or may not have some connection back to the to the asylum. I I, I, I could be convinced either way, but I think the part that would make it cooler is if the spirits or the negative energy or whatever of all the people who had these traumatic you know experiences as a result of their mental illness or the mental illness that that was basically created for them within those four walls that is what ultimately pushed gordon to go off the deep end kind yeah. of yeah i almost what... thought for like a minute though that like 
he had killed his wife and child before this project, like project. He did. I think he did. Yeah, he did. You think before it even started? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Okay, which is I why bet. he was so much of like, I need this job. Okay, like I, yeah, cool. Like, because that was what I thought and felt. But I was just gonna say, I think that yeah, that again with in my fantasy world where Mike doesn't exist and Gorda is the one that finds the tapes. I think that like, it would have been a lot cooler. So it just would have made, it would have stitched together. Like what's going on with him. Well, Mm -hmm. he heard these tapes and either the tapes were possessing him or he's just finding a lot of relation to what he's dealing with through Mary Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. finds like a, I don't know, like when you listen to a podcast with a bunch of people and you find that you relate to it because yeah, yeah, yeah. they you have your talk about simulator. fucking clowns and piss or whatever, you know? So. <laughs> no, I, I, I like that. And um, to, to go back to the point you were saying about um, did he, you know, had he killed his family prior to that, I think he had, the the night that he got the uh, the bid, you know, when he went home with the flowers, he killed them that night. Mm. Yeah, right. So, yeah. so well, it actually, so it would have been nine if then. That's yeah, so what it I didn't, took it as. Well, also at the very beginning of the movie, he's having that issue. Like, I, I haven't been sleeping well. Like, I can't focus so on things. Killed her, killed it could have been like before everything. Yeah. I right? guess he didn't have to have killed her then. I guess whenever he, um, whenever she see he he looks through the window at her, and she kind of like is holding the baby, and she does this like. You know, kind of like half-hearted, yeah. sad grin. Right, which that made, could have been. Oh, it's, I think you're right. It's all because every time you see the wife, it's kind of like desaturated colors, yeah. Yeah. like a weird memory well, sort of thing. He sees things. We 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 learn later. He sees Phil after he's already killed him. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. You yeah, know. Yeah. So he was. Yeah, I think you're right. He had already killed his family at some undisclosed time prior to them even bidding on the thing. They're bidding on the job. But he had just had admitted, like, throughout, like, when we met it, like, I'm assuming Phil was alive when he actually admitted that he had hit her, but then, like, yeah. he yes. actually admit that. And that's why I feel like... It, but he it, hadn't hit... He had This is why already, I do yeah. think it did happen the night that he got the bid, is, like, there was... And this is why I do think it is a possession film, is that I think he uh, got into the building, and at some point, again, he's, he's tired, he's mm, weak, he's in a weak state, too. And Simon latched onto his butt. Simon yeah. latched onto his butt. Yeah. He went home. This shitty thing happened. Simon was Simon talking in the back of his, his head. Cheeks. He killed his wife and child. And, and then, the dog, too. And the dog. Mm-hmm. Bastard. Bruce, are you good over there, bud? Okay, Bruce is good. Sorry, we had to do a check-in. I like the, the baby sound effects. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they killed the baby. Yeah, but I mean, I think, like, that... I, you can already tell there's some sort of tumultuous relationship and Phil gives us that that clue that like he didn't really want a kid. Mm-hmm. So like everything just snapped. So uh, that's why I think it happened the night, like you said, got the bid. I think yeah. that's when it's it happened. Possible. I, yeah. I can't argue that. Yeah, it might be yeah. Yeah. all valid points. Yeah. Um why was that um oh, because he's scared of the dark. I was gonna say, why was that kid running when all the lights were going scared out? Scared of the dark. He's scared <laughs> of the dark. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was actually he's a baby. Cool. I don't know if you <laughs> saw that way. It was like diapers. when he was running away from the light, though. I thought that was actually a it was cool a little scene. Cool. Yeah. Was yeah. But I was like, if somebody was chasing him, that would have been really scary. Yeah. Yeah. But no, it's just yeah, his, yeah his his character was useless. Yeah. yeah. It's also a will, cool, it's a cool shot because they have all those uh suits hanging. Yeah. Yeah. Like the hands are out. Yeah. At the end of at the end of the movie before uh John meets his demise and he uh, goes in the car and gets a door or yeah. gets a, an Oreo. I was like, ooh, a Dorio. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Honestly, like, you think also Gordo <laughs> so killed him? Yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> he died, and I was like, yeah. okay, well. Oh, Dorio. I also want to think, though, that, like, Gordo killed him just because he was upset that he ate So if he was out there looking These for the Dorios, was he Dorio the Explorer? Steve claims the And now the soundtrack possibilities have just gone way off the deep end. On the map, on the map. Yes. So he... So who died? Let me. Um, Hank dies. Everybody first. dies. Hank but I mean, Hank dies first. Well, Gordo he, Hank actually doesn't die, die right? first per se. He gets he I gets mean, lobotomized. First. He gets yes, you're right. He gets lobotomized first. Yeah. Um. So, so he stayed alive. Longest. So wait. Yeah. If Phil leaves Hank in the basement, mm-hmm. and he says that he was still alive at that point. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Hank never dies. No, Hank didn't. That's what I was like. Where he when well, he killed then that they last find guy. Hank. Rap, Hank's laying it's, it's at, oh yeah, yeah oh yeah that's right I guess but he's still alive at that point like, yeah. remember he pulls the thing yep. out of his head yes yeah. that's what I mean yeah, yeah like, he's he still... stays alive the longest right Hank maybe never died maybe I mean he went to casino school things <laughs> <laughs> even after his lobotomized he's still the best at right. casinos he still is valedictorian this is the thing this is the thing that Nobody realizes it's actually a trilogy. It's Session Nine, Session Ten, Ocean's Eleven. Oh, okay. <laughs> These are prequels. Yes, and yes. Hank is the inside man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hank, Hank was valedictorian of, of, of casino school. Uh-huh. Oh my god! Gets recruited by Bernie Mac. Yeah. <laughs> Help rob Andy Garcia's casino. Right. Yeah. Oh man. This is what we call a cinematic universe. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. So, so, uh, it's the I guess, CCU. Yeah. It's a casino cinematic universe. <laughs> casino cinematic universe. And then it I comes into Casino. Yeah. The movie Casino, casino mm-hmm. which Joe Bob Briggs was in. Right. Which brings us full circle with the genre. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, he. Uh, Thank who, you, Brian. Yeah. Who dies? Uh, okay. So. Then I mean, it's kind of un- it's kind of unclear whether like Mike or Jeff get it because it seems like they kind of both get it in the same day, but yeah. like they're both just walking yeah. around. Well, you the other thing too. So we kind of get the weird temporary flashbacks. Like we see how Phil is killed, we see mm-hmm. how uh, Mike is killed, uh, but we never really see what actually happened to Jeff. That's true. He just runs up like he's going to hug him. Yeah, right. and then... Well, he no, he has a knife in his hand. He has a knife in his hand, but then it's just a cut to black. There's no, like... You don't actually see, like, Jeff laying there dead at all. Well, you don't yeah. no. see Mike, though, either, though. He just comes and runs. Well, you see the, pool, then, you see the puddle of blood right, that's prior, like, yeah, so you yeah. assume well, that something happened that, in that Jeff, gymnasium we the, room. We see, like, the handprints, but again, it's only yeah. outside the door. The, when, yeah. when, the, when the new worker arrives, he walks past the van. There's the hazmat. But it's also on the wrong side of the car unless hair. somehow he like went over there you know what i mean yeah, it's on the yeah it does yeah. happen whenever the yeah. the next guy comes colin or whatever his yeah. name can was. we talk about yeah. how he just like pulled into that car like pulled into that driveway i'm like like he runs dri- the fucking place yeah like yeah. He's, he's larry a- Besson, he's a badass yeah I think is, he that, knows is, that, he's is, good. is that the yeah. ultimate like badass like actual like montage oh he, he, uh, he has oh, yeah. the attitude of someone that just picked up a fresh pack of cigs and downed a couple <laughs> hot dogs at 7-eleven <laughs> yeah. on his way he's like i'm here to fucking work <laughs> with uh-huh. bitches. yeah Make i got a fucking carton of palm oils i'm gonna fucking rip this job a new one Make, exactly. i don't think you understand that he just got contracted for basically four days of work 
and is going to get a ten thousand dollar bonus oh, for yeah, working yeah, a couple yeah. of hours. I get it. <laughs> Does everybody get a ten thousand dollar bonus, yeah. or is it split? No, I no, think they, they each get a ten thousand dollar bonus. Yeah. They do it in a week. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty sick. That's why that dude rolls up so hard. He's like, I'm full of fucking Seven Eleven dogs and Siggies. I think his and I'm balls gonna are tear definitely full of Siggies and Glizzies. Yeah. <laughs> Siggies and Glizzies. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Siggies and Glizzies. 10K. I'm up here with 10K worth of Siggies and Glizzies. Well, it just uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Siggies, Glizzies, 10K. It's all the shirt says. Siggies, Glizzies, 10K. But it's actually a gold bar at the bar. Was it a race? That says 10K on it. <laughs> Is, was that a charity race? <laughs> well, what did you do? Like, say for... Uh-huh. Cystic fibrosis or mom. Let's go. <laughs> Charity for your mom. Um, yeah. Uh, Larry Fessenden is the dude who, when you have are doing a job like that, you want a dude who looks like Larry Fessenden show up because mm-hmm. he's going to rip this job a new one. Yeah. Like he's the dude. You're like, he's ready fuck, to fuck thank it God that guy's ass. here. Yeah. Let's he's go. done this a hundred times. Um, but unfortunately, he, uh, he, he, he gets it. He gets lobotomized. I guess you don't necessarily know if he. Dies. Yeah. yeah, you assume that uh, he gets lobotomized. Though, yeah. So. By by Gordo. I mean, a, Did Gordo one... have extra sunglasses for all of the lobotomizing? Oh my god, that'd be or was really he sharing one scene. pair between everybody? <laughs> well, oh I think god. that's what it came down to. I think Hank was the only dude who had a pair of sick wraparounds. Um, so he had them on, but like no one else seemed to have. Yeah. Have oh, own. you didn't come with your lobotomy glasses? Yeah, you didn't show. Up. Although, let's be real. This is on you. Hank, Larry Fessenden's character. Motherfucker's got some wraparounds. Yeah. That's true. Or he would have had aviators. He might even be an aviator guy. He's yeah. old school like that. Yeah. Um, but no, he actually has the fucking old 80s wraparounds that are back in fashion now that are like, yeah. Oh, the big block. The fucking big The Vipers. Giant, yeah. yeah, the Vipers. Pit Vipers. Yeah, yeah, he would rip those a new one. I um, thought you were almost going to describe ones that would go over glasses, and I felt like you might have like been able to. Oh yeah, uh, both you guys. Yeah, those ones that flip up and down. Oh no, just yeah. like go over no. Meg's talking about the ones you oh, get when you get your like... eyes dilated at the doctor. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 the ones yeah. that old people have. Yeah, cataract <laughs> glasses. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So so remind me uh, uh, right at the end. So so Gordo gets Gordo wilds out. Mm-hmm. We know this. He kills everybody. Um, then there is that scene of him. I remember like the silhouette of him in the plasticed up room, the Dexter room. Yeah, the Dexter room. And then, and then, how, what's the last? I'm, I'm I'm blanking on what the last kind of. The last piece of business is just flashing back to like him killing his wife. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. show that. They yeah. show they they kind of spoon well, feed you a little bit there, I guess. But whatever. Yeah. Did they show the room with Gordo's family photos after? Um, They've shown the flashbacks. The, yeah, I don't yeah. think is that at the very, very end. No, we didn't know that they like we saw the when he's room. Like, I want to go home and all so, that. Yeah. But this is also why we had that. We thought it could still be Phil right. because we went into the room and we thought, okay, maybe Phil's obsessed with the family yeah. and Gordo's discovering it. But no, Gordo, this is Gordo's room and he's discovering it, and Phil's seeing him. This is Gordo's room. angry room. Yeah, yeah. This, this is Gordo's, Gordo's angry, angry room. room. And then so he then kills Phil every, at that moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. But then, then you see go, Phil yeah. so outside. The, the family is killed later, and then we go through the montage of like, and I can't remember if like we go through the montage of seeing all the dead bodies after. I think we do after we see the flashback where we realize mm-hmm. he kills I, the family, and that's why I think it's really important. I do yeah. think there's maybe a weird pacing issue with the last ten minutes of this movie because it's very like coasting and then all of a sudden it's like everything happens yeah yeah in a very like so much happens to the finish yeah thing 
I think yeah. that, and that's how I felt more about it. Like, and that's what, like, I, I liked when you got, you, that you got to know the characters over time, but I felt like, again, I like your idea of like cut the characters that could have helped that. But like, it was the last literally 20, 23 minutes, mm-hmm. yeah. 20 I, minutes. And that's when shit happened. Yeah, I, th- I think it was I, always everybody. Everybody had different turns to buy lunch, but I didn't see anybody actually eating food the whole movie. But they were Did all they taking <laughs> breaks. They were all yeah. taking breaks. It was almost. It was always like right after they'd eaten, and they're all just sitting around. Well, they sh- no. Who showed up with the food? He's like, yeah, no. Here's your food. Jeff and- ate the most. He had a Dorio, and then he also had that shit in his <laughs> mouth when he was doing uh, the fucking lobotomy patient, and he was like, oh yeah, spitting oh, food out Oreos? on his chin. Do you oh. think a normal Oreo pack fits in like a normal? Normal door now. Can we actually like? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it all I don't goes really in. Can we? Uh, yeah, I mean, like Oreos in a cardboard box seems life. wild. But can we talk about the, uh, <laughs> the 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 one second of weird uh, body horror when we see Gordo's burned leg? Oh, and he pours yeah, the, he yeah. pours the distance, oh. and he's just yeah. like drooling on himself. Yeah, yeah. No, that's fucking. It would have been cool if we leaned more into that sort of stuff sure. a bit, yeah. just yeah. a bit more of that like. Just See like his like <laughs> yeah. personal trauma that he's going through. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, didn't I mean, explain that. Trauma enough. could for sure be and then yeah. translate into like. Now, do you trauma. think so? The story was when he explained it to Phil was that he hit his wife because she spilled hot but water she on him. I think he just ran into it. That's I'm what gen- I'm saying. Yeah. Did it happen mm. during a struggle or did he do that to himself as like a guilt mm. thing? Because he obviously felt like super a Catholic guilty. guilt. Well, That's no. what I'm saying. <laughs> Is it like some self-flagellation? <laughs> No, no, no. I think uh, I think because you hear in Mary's tapes mm-hmm. the how her other identity, one of her other identities, and it's Simon that gets activated, is that Peter comes up behind her and scares her, right. and she falls on a porcelain doll and it like stabs uh, her. Yeah, so it's so all, that uh, yeah. activate that activates her, and that's what causes right. her to kill Peter. So I think a clue, which is why I think clever observation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which when the wife spills boiling water on. Him, him, that's what caused it. It was his, an accident. Yeah. yeah, it was an accident because he said that he was coming up behind her to mm-hmm. give her a kiss. Yeah, because he had flowers. Okay, and it was moral a thing. of the story. Do he had flowers not and Oreos. Your partners from behind. Don't sneak up on Gordo. Fucking Classic. wear a bell. I don't fucking know, man. Yeah, no, that's true. I, don't I, get accidentally injured by people you love or else you will <laughs> kill them. Yeah. Simon will come and fucking get you. Simon I, says I, fuck shit up. I like how like the Oreo logos always cover just enough that it, it probably <laughs> yeah. wasn't Product like. Claims yeah. Uh, it, but, you know, I don't think Nabisco had an official hand in this. No. no. So the director no. just really liked Oreos. Yeah, they just well, they were like, "What would a guy like that be eating out of his door?" But also, I <laughs> don't. Jam, and that Oreo, doesn't make sense. You get at the uh, gas yeah, station. Like, I, I didn't see him as an Oreo guy. Well, it's a gas station. Yeah, oh, it's gas a, station snacks. Oh wait, do we have snacks? I forgot that. Oh, I totally forgot late that. game <laughs> snacks, boys and girls. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yep, they're good. All right. <laughs> All right, we, we'll finish that. We'll have first ever end of episode <laughs> snacks. Um, so yeah, I think the the coolest part that I remember did throw me for a loop a little bit the first time he watched it is Phil having that conversation with Gordo, and now Ooh. everything's out on the table. But then you realize that that was Gordo imagining Phil, just as he imagined his wife um, after he killed her, because Phil has already been dispatched. Um, yeah. I, I think that's why the film has to be a sprint to the end, though, because yeah. once once everything gets revealed. You know, one, you're like you're on a train track. You can't like you know keep like misdirecting people. Mm-hmm. Can we yeah. talk rewind 
Mm-hmm. When Phil calls his ex-girlfriend, mm-hmm. yeah. do we think that he was actually, he couldn't have been possibly on the phone with somebody because right. uh, Nate or Nick or Neil, whatever the fuck his name Hank. was. Hank. Hank. Some four letter fuck. He <laughs> never, he never <laughs> went home. Right. So did he fake that phone no, call? No, I think he could have gone home though because he was wearing like normal clothes, right? He did like, go home. He did go home. He, he went came home back, once he went and then home he came and back and got all the came, rest of the shit. Yeah, he came and back late. Got oh, so you think he went home, said uh, and then before he went back to the... I yeah. think yeah. it has to be. He, came he always back. talked about his exit plan. Yeah. yeah. So his like, ex, so you think there's still a chance he went to his ex-girlfriend's be like, um, like, screw you, I'm leaving, then went yeah. to the asylum and never I do, left. I, do, I, do think, I suppose I, that's possible. I do think yeah. that yeah. that could have been factual, but I think it was just like when um, Phil was on the phone with, what is it, Amy or whatever, yeah. that's where I was just like, okay, cool. Like, we're starting to get hints that like, I think this is factual, but we were, were hinting so much that maybe he he is showing his, everyone had their own fucking problems. That's because, also like, what this movie had. That's the thing so too. He, could have called her or maybe not what's well, the thing is it filled it in like the fact that mm-hmm. hank was there anyways so he right. could have yeah. easily and just gordo questioned that he saw that and so that's where i'm like everyone he could also sh- lied a little bit just because yeah. he wanted to be like yeah look right. told you so about hank because he wanted oh, yeah. uh that other dude on the job for yeah. and, I need to eat one. and then he uh um and then obviously gordo's conversations or not conversations but calls to his wife Mm-hmm. Were. Those were fake because were even fake. the one of the last shots is him on the phone, right? And you can see like the back of the phone is ripped off and mm-hmm. broken, and you can just see like, like through the phone. Yeah, yeah. like you, yeah. yeah, there's nothing on there. Yeah, <laughs> so that also tells us maybe like maybe the phone was in the I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Wow. That's, That's it. session nine. Session nine, you sons of bitches. Um, this movie for me held up way better Ooh. as a one-time watch. Uh, and then the second time I watched it, and then I think this was the third time I have subsequently, not that I don't like it. I think it's a really, I think it's a really perfectly watchable movie. I like it mm-hmm. actually quite a bit, but it was better upon first watch. What, once you know the tricks and everything, and I'll even admit though, like since it's been so long, there was still a part of me that was convinced for a minute. I was like, wait, is David Caruso actually the killer? Yeah, yeah. There was a part of me for that, just yeah. because it's been so long since yep. I've seen mm-hmm. it. Yep. So, like, I don't know, space out your watchings by 15 years, and you <laughs> should be fine. <laughs> this is a once-every-15-years movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's a, it's a pleasant one. Now, um, we have a, a just a complete 180 here. Meg brought some snacks that we I, forgot to at the top of the show. Yeah, accidental snacks that I forgot that I brought and then also forgot that I brought. What, what are they? So um, these are some peanuts and cashews that were coated in uh, peppers that were pickled and then dried, as well as there's lemongrass and some other Thai spices and stuff like that. They're oh, fucking mm. layers of deliciousness um, from the dead fish, hashtag dead fish folks um, mm. I worked with this weekend, and they're so good. And is there, there coconut pepper- strips in there? Coconut strips? No. Why wouldn't there be? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if there is actually. I mean, there are some things, so maybe those are it. Little peppies. Yeah, please eat a pepper. I want to see you eat a pepper. <laughs> please eat a pepper. I want to see you in pain. <laughs> I want to see you in pain. So they got us some spice. Oh my god! Yes, I'm watching Brian eat a pepper right now. Tell me. I mean, tell me how it is it too. It's, it's delicious. Yeah. It like what? Can you describe the flavors for the pepper itself? Because like I'm curious about the pickled pepper side of things, and then the drying of it, and how that translates. It's not. Particularly spicy. 
No, no, yeah. no, they're not. Unless you eat a pepper. Well, I mean the pepper. I just ate yeah. a pepper. Oh, you did eat a pepper? Not as spicy as I expected it. It's got a little bit of heat, but pickled versions of anything are typically a lot less spicy. It's about okay. as hot as like uh, the, the dried peppers you get in a good general cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Mm. But I think like the flavor really layers good. are really fucking good on them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it's delicious. It's great. I appreciate the uh, the skin on peanuts mm-hmm. too. Mm. I love the skin. It's yeah. A little kind of bitterness and toastiness you get in the skin of peanut. Cool. Thanks for sharing, Meg. You're welcome. All right. Anything else on session nine? Anything else we need to discuss in this here episode? Nope, nope, nope. I think we're getting ready to wrap this some bitch up. Brian, thank you for joining us. This you was an absolute anything? pleasure. Do you want to plug anything? Junior in the house. Junior, <laughs> Junior open this motherfucker. I call him B two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you got? Is there a social media situation? Is sure. I mean, I think situation? the thing that might be most applicable to anybody listening to this is if you like podcasts and you get tired of listening to this one, you can listen to mine. Mm. <laughs> Most of It's called uh, Start the Beat. Um, talk more about music, less about movies. Mm. Equal amount of piss. Um, <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and I also I also play in some bands and stuff like that. But yeah, you could just find me. He plays in all the bands. He plays in could, so many different bands. You could find me on the internet, just briansykeshow.com. That's this a real is, thing. This is part of the PPU now. Piss podcast universe. <laughs> PPU. PPU. Yeah, no, I'm, you know, there's there's something out there for everyone. Yeah. But for the most part, just thanks for having me. Yeah. Appreciate it. It was, it was fun. fun. It's fun to, fun to chat about a movie that I hadn't seen in a very long time, but I remember liking when I was uh, my blockbuster days. And mm. uh, there was a, a very temporary time in my life where I thought I was going to make movies. Mm. Yeah, I did was make a horror movie in high school. I actually did make a horror movie in high school. Can we get a title? It's called The Night No One Will Survive, the movie. Ooh, Ooh I actually, that's a good title. That's a good title. Yeah. Does it exist? Can someone oh, it see does it? does exist, yeah. yeah. Where would somebody find a movie like this? I mean, <laughs> at my house. No, no, it wasn't. I thought we'd get like a secret. It wasn't very, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't great. Um, But it was fun. And I, I really liked, you know, I was super duper in the movies at the time. And I think one of the things I liked the most about this movie was it felt like a movie anybody can make. Yeah. Because of how simple Those it was. Those are the ones I love too. The ones that inspire you to think like, I I could do something like this. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? So sweet. Yeah. Check Brian's podcast out. Uh, his uh, variety of uh, musical uh, endeavors as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure and, we can link it in the, in the oh, description yeah. and all that. Mm-hmm. We certainly will. And uh, yeah, I got to come back and talk to us again. Sometime. Anytime. Anytime. So, Next mean, time you'll choose the movie. Oh, okay. Nice. <laughs> I like that idea. The It'll be his are already turning. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like it. All right. Well, uh, that being said, uh, for the Halloween is Forever crew, I'm Brian. I'm Meg. I'm Steve. <laughs> Who are you? Junior, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs>